This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. The members broadcasting these episodes live in New Mexico and Colorado, the traditional territories of the Pueblo and Ute peoples. We acknowledge these are unceded lands with communities who continue to maintain connections to these places and recognize their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. Learn more about Pueblo culture at indianpueblo.org and Ute culture at utepac.com. That's U-T-E-P-A-C dot com. I summoned you, please come to me. Don't bury thoughts that you really want. I fill you up, drink from my cup. Within me lies what you really want. Come, lay me down. Cause you know this, cause you know this. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present Monster Hearts, The Next Generation, featuring David, Rainey, Santiago, and Kenny as players, with Dez as the MC. Episode 0, I'm watching you, watching every move, now they're closing in, there's nothing you can do. Content Warning our season of Monster Hearts may include depictions and discussion of sexual assault, domestic violence, stalking, physical violence, and identity-based discrimination and harassment, as well as other activating topics. We encourage you to care for your safety and well-being while listening. Okay, so here we go, everybody. We're going to be playing Monster Hearts, uh, second edition. And this is, I'm calling our campaign Monster Hearts the Next Generation, just as a tribute to Degrassi, The Next Generation, one of my favorite shows, um, which was also in, cool. that was a tribute to Star Trek The Next Generation. So I was going to uh, ask, can it yeah, be a it was. that too? It is. No, I mean, Degrassi, that's what Degrassi was trying to do. And that's, yeah. So Monster Hearts is a game um that some of you are aware of some of you have played in the past some of you would run in the past rainy ran it for us a while ago and that was awesome i know that david you've never played oh you have played before um santi you've played before and kenny you have not played at all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is new for you and i never run it you've never run it david yeah okay yet so so what we're gonna do um for session zero is we have a small town template that can be used and you can kind of create your own. So the game provides um, not only skins or characters to play, but it also provides you with, with settings. So you can either create your own setting with your group or you can create a small town or that's what we kind of did. We, and you create a small town that way, or you can use a template that is basically equipped with everything you would need to to make a setting in the game but ours is a hybrid of that so (laughs) we had had a session zero before where we were able to create a small town but then the group dynamic changed and so we decided not to scrap most of what we had created 
for our small town. And um, I'm just, I'm saying this preemptively <laughs> before we get into the premise and roles, but um, so we will be using a, a small town template format for this as opposed to creating our own setting. So just getting that out of the way. So we have, so yeah, so let me go through this. There's a lot of me talking at the front of this and then you'll be able to uh, take, take over the game. So the premise of Monster Hearts, in case you all didn't know, is a game of basically teenage melodrama horror um, with themes of queerness, race and ethnicity and other identity politics that take place and using the the actual lives of these monsters to talk about um, what those issues can look like and feel like and be like. It's highly dramatic. There's definitely room for humor. There's room for all types of stuff um, in this game, uh, fantasy elements and horror, gore, um, as much as you want, um, which gets me into, um, I'll talk about the safety tools in just a bit. <clears throat> so in talking about roles, so I, the role that I am in right now is as the MC. So I'm the one to facilitate this game. I'm here to ensure that, that the game flows in a way that is going to be safe pretty much for everybody and also um, ask questions about what's going what's happening and setting the stage and narrating things from time to time. But most of the time you, you know, you're the ones who will be narrating the action and telling me what you're doing. And then we can have roles and see if that actually comes out um, in the way that you think it will. <laughs> so, um, and so just to remind you that this game is really more like a conversation. And in talking more about this game with Rainy and Santi, I also realized that it's like a writer's room. So we're sort of all on the same page, wanting to make the best possible story. And we're all contributing to the story. Of course, you absolutely have final say on what your character says, does, looks like, you know, but we may have little ideas here and there to provide you as you're moving through your, the action, um, but not to interrupt you. Cause if you have an idea, yeah, do it. However, the whole thing is um, the whole idea is that this game doesn't just live in the mind of one person or one character. This game is in all of our minds and it's sort of this hive mind that we develop as we play together and adding different pieces here and there that is all about how we you know, tell the story that the game is gonna tell. So I'm in charge of all of the side characters and I'm not working against you. I'm the biggest fan of all of your characters. So <laughs> just to make that clear, I want your characters to, to succeed, win, be gross, be wild, like I, or be romantic. Like I want that for your characters. Like I'm the biggest fan. I will ask questions and I will, you know, pull things in here and there if there seems to be something that's a little out of whack or unbalanced with the game. Does anyone have any questions so far? No, y'all are good. Okay. So that is the basic premise of the game. The one other piece I'm going to say is that this game has an agenda. And so ideally being at this table together, we're going to agree to this four-part agenda. And this is on the agenda that I created itself. So one is make each main character's life not boring. That is you. You four are the main characters of this story. You make your character, main character's life not boring. There's always something dramatic going on. There's always something like, oh my gosh, like, what is this? Like, what's happening now? Um, like any kind of good teenage drama, melodrama, teen horror show. Keep the story feral. This means that the story is not really owned by any one of us. 
Uh, you're keep, you're letting it flow. You're letting it just kind of come unbidden. Sometimes these ideas pop into your head. You're like, Oh, like I can totally visualize that. And you share it with the group. And then everybody kind of has a hand in like shaping it, molding it. So that's the best possible next action or next scene or, you know, whatever. Um, so we're very open to that. Say what the rules demand. So there are rules in place for a reason. If you look at your player character reference sheet, you'll see that there's a whole bunch of different pieces around moves. So the different moves that your characters can make to either engage or disengage from different action that's taking place or scenes that are happening. There's also like dice, you know, so you'll have two D6 dice that you'll be using to roll out outcomes based on your character's um, stats. And then say what honesty demands. <laughs> this can sometimes be the hardest part of the agenda because there's times where we want to succeed and we just, we're kind of hell bent on succeeding in games. And sometimes, as you know, and your seasoned players, like the best interesting, most interesting things come out of the fact that your character fails. And like, how do you pick up the pieces after that? How do you make sense of that? What does it mean for your character moving forward? It could be the best thing ever that happened is because they failed. And so, um, so what honesty demands in this game is to really be honest about like, what's happening next? Like, does that person move in for a kiss? Does that person decide to like drive off the road? Like there's just so many things, but just be honest about it. If you're trying to avoid the story as an MC, I can guarantee you the story will come to you. Uh, I will bring it <laughs> to you if you if I sense any avoiding because this game is about engaging and and really being present in the game and the story I warn you the story will come to you if if I if I sense any avoiding so that is that is the main four principles that this game is based upon does anyone have any questions or comments or thoughts that maybe I may have missed or didn't uh, elaborate on no questions. I'm just, I like that the rules are simple. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do these things. Yeah. I mean, sit hard to implement, but simple to remember. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and those, um, those four pieces are, that's on the top of your player reference sheet. So that's always going to be there at the very, I think the top left or top right corner, those four things. So if you're feeling stuck and you're like, oh, I feel overwhelmed by this game. Just look at those four tenants again. And just think about it. Like, how can I make my character's life not boring? How can I make sure that this isn't just living in my mind and that everyone's being able to participate in this, in this story together? And then what do my rules say? Like in terms of looking at your skin sheet and looking at your player reference, like what do the rules say? Like, what do I do um, based on the fact that like I have a too volatile, um, if I'm a really volatile character, then I'm going to go off you know, or, or, you know, whatever. Um, and then being honest and like, really look at your skin and like your identity, like what, what would you do in this situation based on the setting you're living in the background you've created for this character? Be honest. Like what would this person do in the situation? So moving into that. So of course, stating all that, it makes sense that it's like, okay, what, a, what am I playing? Uh, uh, what did I get myself into? So there are safety tools. So the safety tools I've created for this, um, classically we have the X card. And so you, that's something you could just say, like, I'm just gonna X card that topic or X card that scene. Or um, I created a safety tool in Discord where you can just message me directly and just say, if you wanna like 
fade to black on something. I would say for most violence, we'll probably, most violence and gore, we're not going to go too wild. I mean, we'll get wild, but we can always fade to black on that in terms of like sexual, sexual situations. Um, we'll definitely be fading to black on those. Those are not going to be elaborated in great detail, but this is that stuff that definitely happens in the game and it's part of the game. So we're not totally ignoring sex, but we're definitely not getting into like any sort of detailed <laughs> descriptions because that's awkward. Uh, and then in terms of like general animal violence, you're not going to encounter that in any game that I run overall. Um, if, if it happens, it's definitely not intentional and it's definitely not in a way to like make people uncomfortable or, or, or make a statement by doing violence to an animal, which I think is incredibly unfair. Any questions about safety tools? Y'all are just absorbing all this. This is amazing. Okay. Mm. So uh, what, 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 uh, oh yeah. Genuine pros. Okay. Kenny, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Okay, good. I'm just listening. Okay, and good. Also, not related to what you were just talking about, sure. but there's a there's a roll twenty link. Are we using roll twenty? Not today. So oh, okay. so we will be using roll twenty. So once I have your characters ready to go, there's going to be character sheets in roll twenty that you'll be using to roll, and that's what we'll be using to to be uh, playing the game generally. But today, because it is so talky. Um, there's really not a lot of roles and, and this really is not a very role heavy game, but it is fun when you do have that. And there's a really great, um, skin in roll 20 that allows us to, that rainy showed us, um, is just really fun to use, um, with this game. So yeah, but not today. Okay. So setting. So I was talking about setting before. And so we have an established setting. So as the MC, I'm, I'm going to get to read, you'll, you'll get to be reading something later but I'm going to get to read what we have already here for our setting. So we're, we're doing a riff off of a um, small town setting that usually happens with monster hearts. Uh, again, you can play a, a variety of small towns that they've already created for you, but we created our own because we already created them. Damn right. So I, uh, I'm going to just talk, I'm going to read this to you. Just reading it into the record. Yeah. <clears throat> story time. Let's story do time. Yeah. Just <laughs> kick back. Uh, just don't. Yeah. Just, you can just tune out if you want. <laughs> All right. So our town here is New Crescenta Bay. This is created by us. So this tagline is underneath the touristy veneer of the Nuevo. Monsters haunt, devour, and roam freely. New Crescenta Bay is a northern coastal California town, part of the Ohlone Nation, specifically the Awaswas people. It has a population of about 63,000 people. The background on this town is the land now known as New Crescenta Bay, a.k.a. the Nuevo, has, under, has gone under many transformations since it was first traversed by the indigenous people who experienced enough of it to establish their homes past the tree line and out of view of the bay. A rite of passage ceremony with these people consists of questing to retrieve an abalone shell from the waters of the bay. These are prized specimens and getting one intact without the use of modern fishing or capital scuba equipment is a feat requiring great strength and tenacity. Abalone days is a cel celebrated every spring 
when the famous snail is harvested from the bay for their meat and shimmering massive shells. This is an event attended by folks from all over the globe. You can't escape the glimmering iridescence during this week-long event. Tour guides like to play up the offshore volcano in the bay, but it's probably extinct at this point. These days, most families commute to the city for tech jobs and families who remain in town serve at the whim of the mayor and tourists who frequent historic Old Nuevo like an amusement park. The closer you are to the bay, the harder for families to remain economically sound. Folks who work in town will attempt to maintain multiple jobs as the seasons change to earn enough for the, their necessities. Driving has become the main way to get around town, but biking and some public transit is available. The food culture consists of a mixture of vegan and vegetarian, East Asian and Southeast Asian and Latinx restaurants, burrito and taqueria trucks abound. The abandoned grave sites on the cliffs are filled with secrets and every year or so remains from a previous occupant of the Nuevo will pop up out of the sandy pits to meet the sun. Another local spot of note is the temple on the outskirts of town that most people have forgotten why or for whom it was built. It's sure pretty to look at during a full moon. One of the founding families who helped to establish the town during the gold rush built the Chateau Falaise, which was a crown jewel in the town and popular destination for travelers to the area. The history is murky, but a fire demolished the Chateau at some point and the ruins have never been raised to clear the land for new development. This site is known among the youth as a place to hang out, dare each other to commit reckless mischief or any other nefarious activity. During the day, urban spelunkers take their chances inside the ruins. Any town like this is full of ghost stories, strange tales of eerie encounters in the forests or the ruins, but this hasn't dissuaded the robust tourist business the Nuevo generates. So we'll get more into... <laughs> so we'll get more more into like what it really looks like in just a bit but the scene locations for this this town is chateau fillets which are the burnt out ruins of a resort hotel that was one of the founding family's former glory jars of clay coffee house it looks exactly what it sounds like the boardwalk at historic old nuevo is a tourist central for abalone days there's the abandoned grave sites on the cliffs and then there's gold hills which are these old mine tunnels and hidden pools around uh, abound amid these hiking trails. There's also a famous ghost town location in the gold Hills. So usually templates um, for monster hearts for small towns have skins to include. And so they usually have these little like snarky comments about, about the characters, about the skins. So I did a variation on that. And so I'm curious. Um, I, I know Kenny, you're starting off with a, a skin, um, I know that our, that uh, Randy Santi and David already have skins picked out so we can get into those later. I don't want to, I don't want to read these into the record right now, but if you have a question or you want to, you want to write your own snarky version of like, you know, what your skin is about, um, feel free to, to do that and send it to me and I'll, I'll update the template. So does anyone have any questions before we get into flushing this out just a wee bit more? No, this, like yeah. this small town page turned out so good. <laughs> mm. Thank you. It's super cool. Yeah, I kind of threw it together, but thanks to the notes um, that you all that you shared, Rini, and um, everybody's 
contributions to this, how it is so far. This is patron bonus materials. If you're not supporting the Esoteric Order of Role Players on Patreon.com, perhaps consider throwing a couple dollars. Look at me, They're I was about to give that shit away for free. Sweet, cool that <laughs> sweet bonus content between never do it for free. every episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, Rainy. Uh, yes, do those things, everyone. Uh, this will need. This is this is uh, the first draft. So I think once we get through our our next couple minutes here talking about the town, we'll uh, figure out. I'll, I'll flush it out a little more, and then it would be ready as a special bonus item of some type. Um, okay, so so we're gonna just get into it, and we're gonna start this process. Santi, do you have something quick. to say? Yeah. Yes, just real quick. One thing I don't think we mentioned this sesh hmm. is that this sheet is, I think, hugely important because the setting is a character, I believe, in this mm-hmm. game. So, mm-hmm. um, given that it is one of those types of stories where the setting is a character, and I love those kinds of stories. This sheet is hugely important. I think you really crushed it. So bravo there, but it's also just super rad. So (laughs) thank you. Uh, And I think you're right about that because this is something that even if it's a template that you're using that you didn't make built from scratch, it's definitely something that uh, is is the the character that you're right. The setting is a character. And I think David, I mean, we like to play games like that where the setting is definitely a big, big, part of and i mean most good games i think understand that and so Mm -hmm. like any good game this is the case so Mm -hmm. does anyone have any else any other things to add before i get into some questions that of what you all are thinking about this this town you're good you're all good okay cool all right so new crescenta bay we just had a nice little overview is there something about this town david that was not included in the background that is of note to did something pop into your mind when you were thinking about this town as I was reading through the description? I think the thing that stood out to me the most is that the volcano is probably extinct. Yes. So, so probably do you, is doing a lot of work, as they say. So what do you so what do you know about like what are your thoughts on that? Like what what do you think is actually going on with the volcano? Hmm. Okay. So we know that the indigenous peoples didn't want to live on the bay itself their rite of passage was collecting an abalone from the bay and usually a rite of passage ceremony is sort of meant to be challenging on some level Mm -hmm. right like this isn't for fun this isn't something you would just do you know for the shits and giggles so clearly there is something under the water Mm. of uh, new crescenta bay there's something under the water yeah well, like, is it living or? Yes. Okay. A living creature? A living entity. Entity. Got it. Okay. What do you think it is? I think it's tied in with the volcano. Um, it, it's inside the, the caldera of the volcano. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Rainy, when reading through this background, scene locations, skins, or anything about this, what stood out to you the most? Um, I really enjoy the mystery that is this old network of like 
mine tunnels, hiking trails, natural question mark pools, and then also this like touristy ghost town that exists. Um, so I'm I'm very interested in this mm-hmm. part of the area. Okay. So what's the wildest thing? What's the wildest rumor that you heard about the mining tunnels in Gold Hills? I think um, because it's like the trails that you would go to, if like you wanted to go on a hike, especially on a hot day or something like mm-hmm. that, you'd be like, oh yeah, let's go where there's trees. Yeah. Um, people claim that they see like animals, like certain creatures there that either don't make sense for the area or their description just does not match up with what should be there. So like somebody saying they saw like a tiger. Like yeah, or at like, least just yeah, like what they're describing, just like sure that that sounds like a tiger, which yeah. does not make sense. Yeah. Um, but also just like features that seem odd. Um, for <laughs> they look like medieval. They look like medieval. Uh, yeah, they're all the random. worst horse. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> they live in the tunnels. No, um, yeah, but just you know, it's a. Uh, we're the town where it's like, oh yeah, you know, you saw the jackalope again, but sometimes more dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Much more dangerous. Okay. Got it. All right. Santi, what stood out to you? Same question. What stood out to you and about New Crescenta Bay in this background? The inclusion of the native peoples and how old the area is. Mm -hmm. Like there's probably a sign, you know, New Crescenta Bay established, you know, like whenever, um, uh, 1841 or whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And it's like, this is the oldest building in the area. And you're like, is it though? Cause like people have been living here for maybe 10,000 years. So <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. it just, that really jumped out at me. I love that. And I think it's awesome and important, like in terms of the game and also, you know, real world terms, of course, but in, in terms of the game, I think it's important because there's a lot of ancient, stuff going on here that maybe isn't poorly understood maybe some of it lives underwater and maybe that could be why retrieving an abalone shell is so dangerous i don't know yeah it just gets gets the juices flowing it does with all of that. yeah so what do you think so what what is the um what historical like weather event happened in New Crescenta Bay to create like a a sort of a a weird lapse in the timeline. So like if you cut open a tree Mm -hmm. in the forest line, you're going to see some unique ring formations. So there's one ring formation where you're like, oh, that seems really effing weird. Why is that like that? So what happened? Yeah, why is the high water line so mm-hmm. high at, at this time? Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's evidence that uh, there was a sudden, um, you know, ocean ocean surge, sea swell, okay. mm-hmm. ocean swell, um, mm-hmm. or or something. Was it a tsunami? Was it, mm-hmm. you know, what what happened with that? That you know the there's no tide or flood or anything that would explain what we're seeing top of 
topographically, um, okay. geologically, okay. ecumenically. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, so Kenny, this whole new Crescenta Bay, this is this is very new to you. Yeah, I'm new here. You are new here. And so I'm curious, what stood out to you in this background scene location? Um, and what stood out to you? Um, uh, man, the whole thing is pretty awesome. Um, but the big ones for me are the grave sites on the cliffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says here, the abandoned grave sites on the cliffs are filled with secrets and every year or so remains from a previous occupant of the Nueva will pop up out of the sandy pits to meet the sun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean like a zombie comes out. It means like there's something going on with the <laughs> land, right? It means it means that sometimes it'll be like, oops, there's a femur that's obvious mm-hmm. from an old grave and oops, the skull somehow popped up. But this is they, an old yeah. skull. So it's like, uh oh. So there's they, something they, with the shifting land. Yeah. They moved the headstones, but they didn't move the bodies. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So I feel a meme coming on. <laughs> exactly. So so I would just ask you regarding these grave sites. Um, what are some secrets besides just the fact that it I mean, everyone knows that it was like a, a previous grave site. Mm-hmm. But what are what's a secret? What's a rumor? of one of the other secrets about this location that you know about. Mm. Oh, I love the idea that uh, kind of leaning into Santi's uh, idea here, Mm -hmm. that this place is just like far older than it seems to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I like the idea that maybe one of the uh, graves that was kind of um, unearthed during some seismic shift or whatever that, um, Perhaps there was uh, a kind of artifact that predates uh, even like the uh, the estimated age of the bones and the grave sites. So something that's like older than the area, uh, you know, and maybe even local anthropologists and archaeologists have maybe gotten a hold of this thing. And they're like, they can't figure out how it got here or if it's native to the area or if something crazy is happening you know mm-hmm. um, so yeah. so what is it what what is the artifact maybe something just like a uh something small like a bracelet okay or like some kind of piece of jewelry but it definitely looks like it doesn't belong here you know okay does what do y'all think you think a bracelet sounds good yeah, I'm into it. Nods. Yeah. Okay. So it is a bracelet. It doesn't belong well, here. Um, and could, what? Yeah. What? Well, I just say, or it could be like it's classified as a a bracelet or referred to as such. But right. Don't necessarily yeah. know that that's mm, what it is. It's a exactly. charm. There's beads. There's strands involved. And oh yeah, this is clearly a bracelet. But like you know, yeah, you never right. know if it's the totally. flugelbinder thing from Little Mermaid. Where yeah, right. Off base. You you know, never yeah. Know. So what? We'll so Penny. So Kenny, well, no, well, but we kind of we're omnis we're omniscient at this point. So, Ooh. so a little bit. Um. So Kenny, what about it? What makes it obvious that it doesn't belong here? What is on it, or what what's a feature of it that makes you go, this definitely does not belong here? I think uh, the art style on it is mm-hmm. far older than even the most 
ancient depictions of like the indigenous peoples here. Mm-hmm. Um, it may even be a unique color of pigment that is not found naturally in the area mm-hmm. or um you know the the there's mineral traces on it that have uh that are just not from this area they're from somewhere else and we're not sure okay love that okay you can tell Perfect. i'm married to an anthropologist <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right i love that okay cool so that's just um those are just some of the things i think that those have kind of helped us flesh out the town a little bit more. I think as we talk more about it, um, um, I'm going to focus now more on like the youth part of this town. So, you, you know, real um, quick, there yeah, was something else that jumped out at me as well. Sure. Yeah. What else? Uh, the ruins of the chateau. Mm, yes. Mm. Much like 1987's hit horror thriller, Lost Boys. <laughs> scariest movie that exists yes right the scariest movie ever made yeah. mm-hmm. uh i really liked the inclusion of that um mm-hmm. yeah and i like that it was built during the gold rush in that kind of area that i like that kind of era quite a bit um so yeah i i, I like that part as well what's i don't know that of, i need to oh go ahead oh yes you do oh, what's okay. one of the uh what's one of the striking features of the chateau that still remains intact despite it being a burnt out ruin hmm let me see here it's um well i guess it's lost boys influence on me that i think that this exists on like a um uh on the edge of the sea you know okay yeah um so this is a place where uh and diving into my my own childhood maybe this is a place where one of the one of the dares that kids do around here is they'll go cliff diving off of the ruins mm-hmm. perfect uh, and maybe even some of those kids you know like they never came back yeah um accidents happen all the time there so of course like the the cops don't like us going there but maybe even um dipping into David's idea that there's something under the sea. We don't know if these kids hit rocks from low tide or if they were taken by something. Mm, love it. Everyone blames the undertow though. Because yes. Northern California. True. Yeah. Yep. And would it, would I be going a little too far saying that they've installed nets around the chateau so that oh. they can prevent people from jumping? Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, like at the bridge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, there's definitely some kind of like half-assed government uh, uh, project that was put erected to uh, basically just make cliff diving six feet higher. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Got it. Perfect. Okay. So with that said, um, just wanting to get more into the the youth part of you all. Um, I think what we can do is, I think we'll talk about Oh, I jumped the gun here. I'm not even following my own agenda. Fun. Okay. So I should have done this before this, but I think this is nice. Um, I think in terms of establishing a setting, all good. I think we kind of have a good feel for it. I kind of like the bird's eye view that we took, and now we're going to get into it in the context of your skins. So we're going to talk about skins, identities. We're going to go through that whole beautiful process with each other. So 
Um, I think what we'll do because Kenny is new to this, that will um, you can go last. So everyone can kind of go through their skin building process and introduce their character. And um, so let's do that first. So I'm going to start with, um, no, David has to go last. Okay. So <laughs> let me, yeah. All right. Let me, let me look here at my agenda really quickly. I don't know. It just feels like she has this agenda that she's pushing on us. <laughs> on purpose. Uh, um, okay. I think, okay. I think that's what we're. Yeah. I mean, this agenda made sense a couple weeks ago and now I'm like, why was I put it? Why did I put it in this order? Um, but it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So we have the setting established generally discussing role-playing and discussing moves and strings. What do you all think for you seasoned players? Do you think it's better to talk about um, the skins and identities first or to talk about the role-playing aspect first before going into stats and moves and all that stuff? I like a role-playing aspect first and how it works because mm -hmm. then I think in that context, the certain nitty-gritty of the character she's will make more sense. Right, okay or at least be clearer, you know? Some yeah. questions that I had in previous sessions were answered thusly. You're like, well, how does this work? And like, oh, well, it works like this. It's really okay. great. Okay, that's helpful feedback. What do you all, what do the rest do you think? Um, yeah, if we're not getting into stuff specific to characters, then talking about the role-playing stuff would make most sense, I think. But if we have to start talking about it in terms of characters, at least introing the skins would be helpful. Yeah, I would like to get an idea on like the moves and the general rules. That way, when I look at my character sheet, I can kind of understand what's happening. Okay, that sounds good. So let me... Yeah, so with role-playing, I feel like there was something else for some reason that I needed to talk about regarding that. But I mean... Should I we talk we about what a role-playing game is? <laughs> so role-playing game... No, okay. So I, I think that what you're absolutely... What is role-playing really? Well, this is the thing. With this particular game and doing role-playing, it's like... It's more of like improvising more so. Um, you're, you're interacting with side characters. Ideally you're interacting the most with each other, um, mm. as a group of kids, right. But there are side characters that I definitely will be at the helm of, and you'll be interacting with, uh, adults mainly. Uh, so I feel like, um, in terms of the, the player, like moves and strings. Yeah. So the way that this works out is, let me just pull up the ghost so at the if you look at your skin sheet at the bottom left you'll see the different hot cold volatile dark so there's two types of ghosts that you could play you could play uh, a super cold ghost that's dark or you could play a more volatile dark ghost so you choose one of the types of skins that you're going to play so like your vampire is going to have two different types so you're going to play like super hot and sexy or like super dark and creepy. I think those are the two types. Let me look really quickly here. Yeah, hot and cold. Yeah, so you're either gonna be super hot or just super like ice cold, which is also interesting. 
so with these skins, um, those are the, those are basically, that's how you're measuring all of like, how do, like, what am I doing? What's my tactic, right? So when we go to talking about our references in terms of like turning someone on or, um, you know, shutting someone down, lashing out physically, running away, uh, keeping your cool, gazing into the abyss, like those pieces, like your stats are going to basically determine how well you are going to do with those things. So if you have like, like, as you can see, like turning someone on with hot, you roll with hot, shutting someone down, you roll with cold, uh, lashing out physically you roll with volatile running away is volatile. Keeping your cool is cold as well. So those are like the four things that you're using to think about, like, how am I going to do like, what move am I going to make? Mm-hmm. You know, how am I going to, to handle this like situation? The, the game is actually asking you to metagame a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to say, hmm, I have a minus one cold. I better not try to shut someone down. I'm going to try yeah. something else. Here. I'm going to try something else instead. Yeah. And there are synergies on your skin moves as well, or there should be. Yeah, Most ideally. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On this note, it uh, says, I think you pick one and cross out the other one. So yeah. you should be able to do that yeah. with just like, a line of dashes, I think, on the sheet mm-hmm. in case that doesn't come through. Yeah, so this this is kind of a general intro to the moves. There's not a lot, but this basically is the whole game. Um, because as you're moving through each situation, you're going to encounter each other, you're going to encounter other people, and you're going to have opportunities to do all of these things. And all of these things come up, including gazing into the abyss, um, which is um, a dark roll. Anyone can do it. I mean, you can do any of these regardless of what your stats say. Even if you have a, like a volatile negative one, you're like, I'm going to run away because I can't, like, I can't handle this right now. And then it's like, if you on a, on a 10, you get up, you get away. So you could succeed. Right. But on a seven to nine, you get away, but choose one of these things. You run into something worse. You cause a big scene, you leave something behind. And that's part of what makes that keeps the game going, right? In terms of like, okay, well, what happens next? Running into something worse is always fun for me because I get to pick something way, way worse. Um, and it's a lot of fun. So you can do any of these moves at all times. Just because your stats lean a certain way doesn't mean you can't do those things. Um, but everyone should be able to gaze into the abyss. It's always interesting too, because you see what's going on. You find out more about the, the story, the game the setting, things that I don't even know right now as we speak. <laughs> like, I'll just tell you right now, I have nothing under my sleeve or like, you know, nothing, nothing under my sleeves at all. I won't know until you roll that. And I'm like, hmm, what, what are they seeing? Blah. And it'll just come out. Does that make sense? I think so. Okay. Yeah. You'll see it as, as we play too. It'll make more sense too. Um, and then the string component is another element to playing, which is. Um, pulling strings on people. And that'll make more sense, I think, as we go into our characters. So why don't we go into a character, like quote, character creation mode, where we are kind of going through each skin. David has to go last because as a mortal character, (laughs) he's um, super special, snowflake, and he gets to go last because he's- He gets to mess everything up. Well, yeah. He fucks with every single- But also I have to know enough about everybody to choose my lover. (laughs) 
That's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's also another thing. All right. So let's start with let's start with Santi with the werewolf. Um, we'll get into the werewolf. And so as you see here, like all of these identity pieces are up for grabs. And if you can think of something more interesting or fun, we'll make it, we'll we'll figure out a way to make it work. There's some flexibility, not fully, but some. Um, the backstory we'll get into strings, we'll talk more about darkest self, harm. And then you get to choose moves that your skin can do. Um, and you also have a sex move too. And that's another piece that we can talk about as we get into it. So, so Santi, do you want to go first with your werewolf? I want you to first read the werewolf description. Mm -hmm. So whatever description is under your, the illustration for the, mm -hmm. your skin, I want you to read that and then we'll move into, um, we'll move into the, the character creation. Okay. So we have ominous music <laughs> the werewolf <laughs> everyone <laughs> we'll edit that in in post yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> narrator they won't add that add that add they that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the werewolf everyone around you seems so willing to play the roles they are handed to quietly color within the lines they've been tamed domesticated you're of a different stock you've broken down the fence built to contain you you've howled at the moon and heard it howl back now the transformation is complete. This is what you were always meant to be, wild, unwavering, alive. Yeah. Okay, so what's your werewolf's name? My werewolf is named Riley Brightwater. Nice. And what's what's uh Riley's look? Riley's look is uh rugged. Okay. With a little bit of unkempt thrown in, but nice. rugged, unkempt. Mm -hmm. What are Riley's eyes like? Ali's eyes are predatory um, because he's really, um, he has a hard time not looking at everybody like a snack um, in however <laughs> you want to interpret that <laughs> in all of its glorious meetings. <laughs> nice. And then what's Riley's origin in terms of like, how did you become a werewolf basically? Got it. Yeah. It's an ancestral power among Riley's family. So meaning like there's werewolves in your family mm -hmm. how many yeah. are there uh i want to say there's two okay and, um, so not a from... common it's not a common thing no it's like maybe um there's a chance of one in a generation and the last three generations are kind of eyebrow raising and Riley's kind of surprising because three generations in a row is unheard of since ancient times. Ooh. So this sort of resurgence of this is kind of remarkable. We don't know if it's alarming yet or what it means. The elders are not sure about it really, or they're being cagey with that information perhaps. <laughs> right. Interesting. Okay. Cloudy with a chance of werewolves. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, so okay. So so with with every skin, there's a backstory, and mm. so your backstory is that you lack subtlety. So yeah. that means everybody gets a string on you. So however, whatever you feel comfortable, and however you're taking notes, um, all the other little creatures here you can say that you have a string on Riley because 
he lacks subtlety, which Santi, how does that, how do you think that that lacking subtlety shows itself? <laughs> um, I think I'm really open in terms of, um, gosh, everything. <laughs> so, um, just like when we're talking about, uh, sexuality, you know, mm-hmm. that's a huge component of the game. He's really straightforward. Um, I think if there's anyone counseling Riley, they might've said like, have you ever thought about maybe not running directly at something? <laughs> you know, like, uh, and that's a very candid sort of thing as yeah. well. You know, mm-hmm. if you can imagine, um, a dog playing with a, a ball or its other favorite toy or what have you. Yeah. Um, also with just as the werewolf thing not super subtle about necessarily keeping that a secret and so um you know maybe maybe you're supposed to or keep it under wraps or whatever but it it's just not high in his priority list so i think it manifests itself that way Mm -hmm. i think the biggest way that I could characterize this is he's one of these rare people that you meet that is a hundred percent themselves all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so uh, it makes him lovable and hateable yeah. in, in equal measure, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Also another piece of your backstory is that you've spent weeks watching someone from a distance their scent and mannerisms are unmistakable to you now. Gain two strings on them. So who is this out of this group? Okay. Um, well, I don't, gosh, spoiler alert. I mean, you know, because here's the I, thing. I, this is, this is why it's like the writer's room. Like we know the spoilies. We know these things are characters. Okay. I have no idea. They have All no right, idea. So here's my idea. I'd like to pitch to the table. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, what I, what I imagine, right, is the interstellar depiction of the black hole that turned out to be extremely scientifically accurate, right? Where, where you don't see the black hole, you see the gravitational lensing and the accretion disk and everything that surrounds it. And then in the middle, there's this puzzling esoteric void. And so when Riley encountered something like this, he became fascinated and obsessed with it because typically ever since he, you know, um, basically hit puberty, he manifested these heightened senses where hearing and scent and, you know, night vision and so on just really shot through the roof. He developed these hyper aware physical senses and he was able to track people by their scent and everyone was, you know, um, known to him by their distinct scent. He was like a bloodhound. And uh, then he encountered this void this this person that has just the, this this area this bubble of nothing right mm-hmm. and what is that and the candid curiosity inquisitiveness just where you paw at it and sniff it and poke at it and you worry it because it is just discombobulating your brain on that primal level uh came about so i say that um that absence of physical detection is our ghost uh-huh which rainy you are playing it's the ghost. So me. <laughs> <laughs> that's my character right. voice by the way oh um, good <laughs> perfect just, i love it yeah keep that up yeah that's, that's really, <laughs> luigi cosplay <laughs> i love it i love it 
all right awesome. serena you are our ghost and we'll get into your whole situation i realize now that i should have had everybody just read off their uh, skin first but that's here we okay. are no, that's fine. so serena yeah so gate you so santi you gain two strings on the ghost you have two strings on our ghost which we will get more information on next so your darkest self so the darkest self is like um for your characters this is their absolute most monstrous um so whenever there there's some issue there's some when your darkest self gets triggered by any number of things um let's see here does it have darkest self on no it does not um i thought i'd be more prepared but <laughs> Um, but darkest self, um, I'm going to have to look more into that really yeah, quickly. You're, you're um, the, you're the model of an unprepared GM. Like, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. For real. Um, you darkest self can get triggered by any number of different things. I think is yeah. all you really need to say. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so for the werewolf's darkest self, you transform into a terrifying wolf creature. You crave power and dominance, and those are earned through bloodshed. If anyone attempts to stand in your way, they must be brought down and made to bleed. You escape your darkest self when you wound someone you really care about or the sun rises, whichever happens first. So how do you feel about that, Santi? I think it's great. I think it's something that Riley has experience with and something that he mightily struggles to avoid because this has happened before and he mm -hmm. knows what happens and if if he loses control and hulks out mm -hmm. um people can get hurt people can die yeah yeah and and that is a huge concern to him because he doesn't he doesn't want to hurt anyone on accident he doesn't want to hurt anyone when he's not himself you know yeah. when i hurt someone it's on purpose right <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> yeah yeah like and, and so um he really really struggles to to control that okay and so i think mm -hmm. it's it's this awesome ominous um incredible whole kind of thing you know you mm -hmm. wouldn't yeah. I also think of it as a breakfast club. You know, I don't want to get into this with you, man. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'll kill you. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. I love that. So then so. on the side there, we have our harm mark. So if you get harm, you would mark down those little triangles experience. So every time you fail a roll, you gain experience. So you'll mark down a little dot with everything, you know, every little experience. So you can add one to one of your stats. Um, if you if you fail another one, you take another werewolf move. So as you fail, you're going to be marking down those experience points. You're marking up experience points and then basically using um, those to get more powerful. And those go in order. Is that yes. is that right? Mm -hmm. Like you do the the first yeah. okay, boom, boom, top mm -hmm. down. Yeah, okay. yeah. Cool. And then you'll I see under so. yeah, that's yeah, that's a good question. And then under that, there's something called conditions. And so we'll get more into conditions in a little bit. Um, but that's another element that you would want to keep track of as you move through the game. So I what it, to add a text box for conditions? Oh well, <laughs> it's a new problem for you to figure out. The world has ended. How dare you? Okay. I mean, I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh my god. <laughs> but get your shit and get out. No. So, Talk about unprepared. That's an example. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Sasanti, so what stats are you picking for your werewolf? 
I am picking hot two volatile one. Um, both All of right. these come with cold negative one and dark negative one. So would you so, say you're hot and spicy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm a well, hot volatile is the spice. spicy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Werewolf burrito. Hot nice. and spicy werewolf birria taco. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Um, Put so juice on, baby. Hell yeah. So werewolf moves, which which two have you chosen? Okay. I chose, first of all, uh, heightened senses. Um, this kind of in accordance mm-hmm. with, um, like I touched on it earlier mm-hmm. on that. So all of that that I mm-hmm. mentioned. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to there's some mechanics with how that, how those manifest as well in the game in addition to um, just the general mm-hmm. meaning. And then I chose scent of blood um which add one to all rules against those who have already been who've been harmed in this scene already oof yeah okay so once once stuff starts to go sideways it goes it can go pear-shaped in a big bad way okay all right i do like the blood in the water vibes that gives to our coastal town yeah definitely there's blood in the water. All right. So I think, um, and so then the last thing is sex move. So the sex move, by the way, can also be an asexual move. So that's a whole other thing. So if you feel like your character is asexual, not necessarily like a sexual person, then that's, we can talk about that. But so in terms of your character, Santi, you have your sex move is, do you want to read that? Yeah, the sex move. When you have sex with someone, you establish a deep spiritual connection with them. Until either of you breaks that spiritual connection by having sex with someone else, add one to all roles made to defend them. You can Ooh. tell when that connection has been broken. There's Uh-oh. so much to explore here. Yes. I absolutely love this sex move because of that. Yeah. And how it can manifest and take things in so many cool directions yeah love it love it love it i agree okay great (laughs) all right cool so we'll get more into like so in terms of your like identity um like your so what is like your gender presentation um sexual identity generally orientation and then your uh, race and ethnic back ethnicity like your background there really quick okay so um riley is uh male presents male um but also um, has like long hair and it's uh, the kind that like makes, makes a lot of the girls jealous because he washes it with the same bar of soap he uses on his feet and it's still silky luxurious <laughs> and like glowing somehow. That <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It's, it's just, magical. you know, it's, it's natural oils and the, and the berries that fall into it while he runs through the forest. <laughs> I don't know. Really good genes, I Uh guess. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he has his um, beautiful long, like shoulder length hair, and um, and it's just thick and shimmery Mm -hmm. black and Mm -hmm. all that. Uh, let's see what else was part of that question. So I know Uh, the sex can be asexual, but Mm -hmm. Riley is like um further on the other side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. as far as that he would be like pan romantic pansexual he Mm -hmm. is way more into energy Mm -hmm. than um than the vessel you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and so as david rose would say i I like wine i like the wine not the label 
So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. I love it. And then um, in terms of the, like your, your ancestry and um, what's that? Right. I, and here's another pitch for the table. So mm-hmm. feel free to let me know. We can chop it up. I like, I love the idea that um, Riley is of native descent. I love that he lives far, not far outside of town, but further inland um, where, you know, the rest of, you know, his family and people are and they live. And um, and so I would, I would say that that, I would pitch that's his background. Yeah, but I uh, I agree. We're open to it. I'm open to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does anyone have any questions about Riley before we move on to the ghost? Nope. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> All right. Thank oh, you. I, Thanks, Santi, for going first. Yeah. I did want to interject something for Kenny's benefit in terms of when he's looking at his moves. So I just, I noticed that the here. move, um, the heightened senses move, yeah, says that you can take one forward. Now, I don't know if the vampire has any moves that say you can take one forward, but I just wanted to check in with Kenny, make sure you remember what that means from your other PB and J games. No, I don't remember what forward means. Okay. okay. Do you want to explain it, Des? Uh, yeah, I just have to move about a thousand things to do. Okay, I'll take it. So basically, <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's, it's a floating plus one. Um, sometimes it says you can take one forward period. And that means you can just add a plus one to any future role, you know, when you want to cash it in. Okay. Um, right, right, right. Or it'll say, take one, take plus one forward, you know, when dealing with this character or in the mm-hmm. scene or whatever. And then, so you can still choose when you want to apply it within those restrictions, but it has to be. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So yeah, you add one, you add plus one to your next die roll. And well, um, to, sometimes to whatever, whatever die roll you want to whatever die roll. Yeah. And some will be more specific where you take one forward toward a certain type of action. Okay. Um, and in those cases, you'll save the plus one until you find yourself in the specified situation. So it's okay. like, okay, you take one. Yeah. Um, the bonus is always used on just one roll. Then it gets erased or crossed off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the ghost. It's, the ghost. It's All the right. ghost. I will read my little flavum text. Yes. <clears throat> you used to have a future. Growing up was a painful tumult at times, but at least you were growing. Now you only have a past, unfinished business to take care of before you can leave this world behind. Life is precious. You understand that now that you've lost yours. Just You just want to help. You just want to be seen, but sometimes even the simplest desires feel so difficult to grasp. Ghosty ghost, you're dead. All right. Rainy, what is your ghost's name? Um, my name is Lenore, Lenore Innsmouth, and I'm the best. Okay, what is your look? <laughs> Look. Lenore Innsmouth is such an anime name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, get ready. Um, Lenore looks out of place. Out of place. Okay. She has sort of a kitschy, sort of vintage, sort of just random style. She's just, it's just weird. Yeah. What are Lenore's eyes like? Lenore has piercing eyes. 
Um, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, because if you look at Lenore, she is probably already looking at you. This is one of her defining features. Oh, uh, all right. So what is Lenore's origin? How did you become a ghost? Um, with permission, <laughs> with consent. Um, <laughs> I have decided mm-hmm. that I slash Lenore do not know how she died or when. Um, I know some of the circumstances. I remember looking out over the water and I remember falling. I remember waking up on the beach, but I don't know exactly what happened. Oh, so it could be any one of those. Yeah, all right. I'm certainly confused about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes, any one of you. All right. Okay. So we'll we'll that will be revealed later. Then I think we'll we'll go into that. Okay. So I I have a definite idea of what that could be like. Okay. So your backstory: someone knows that you're dead and how you died. They gain two strings on you. Yes. Um. So someone has. So who in this group? Mm-hmm. The mortal knows that I am dead. Okay. And the mortal knows more about my death than I do, but I don't know that. Okay. Hmm. So the mortal has two strings on. The yes. Ghost. A lot of knowing and not knowing. Yeah. Okay. I'm, and I'm so- giving you your starting fuckery um, at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I get, I get two. Two, two strings. strings. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Oh, you're not the vampire. You can't. Do yeah, that. that's my line. Yeah. Sorry, um, sorry. Wrong player voice. <laughs> yeah, Those are his lines. I mean, I did play a vampire once. So. I know. All right. You know stuck. what? Just get over it. At this point. It's old stuff. Yeah, that's very old. All right. Um. So, so Lenore, you have been inside someone's bedroom while they were sleeping. Take a string on them. Who's who are you stalking? Um, I think. What will be interesting about this one, because I like that we're all building connections to each other at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I have watched the vampires sleeping. Oh, I have found this interesting because these sleeping patterns are unusual compared to the other people that I usually watch sleeping. Yeah. Um, because it is a habit of mine to do <laughs> so. Yeah, that's something that you do. I like that. Yeah. Ooh, creepy. Okay. So you take a string on the vampire. Yep. Oh my God. All right. So your darkest self, you become invisible, unnoticeable. No one can see you, feel you, or hear your voice. You can still affect inanimate objects, but this is your only avenue of communication. You escape your darkest self when someone acknowledges your presence and demonstrate how much they want you around. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. um, Lenore's biggest fear is this darkest self state um, of not being seen. Um, Her primary motivation is to be seen. Um, And this is currently like her connection to the mortal as on her side is like someone has seen me, um, which is a very exciting thing. Um, And yeah, so darkest self is terrifying for Lenore because it's, it's that worst possible outcome of Definitely. being invisible. So can you, does that mean like that you, so you can, no one can see you, feel your, or hear your voice. You can still affect inanimate objects. Um, so that means you could like throw stuff around, right? Like, yeah. like a poltergeist. And Lenore is seemingly innocent, but very volatile. And when she's in that state, 
um, yeah, she's she is the the angry screaming ghost who wants to be noticed. So yeah, chaos is happening. Things are being slammed and okay. thrown and all of that fun stuff. Got it. Okay. So speaking of of volatile, so mm-hmm. what are you what did, what stat profile did you choose? I went with the second one. So I am volatile one, dark two, with mm-hmm. negative ones to everything else. I am a um a creepy and um, unpredictable ghost. Yes, I love it. All right, and so what ghost moves? So you get unresolved trauma. Yes. For one of so I'm a moves. good primer for conditions. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, whenever anyone <laughs> reminds me that I am dead, which I assume will happen a lot, um, I uh, choke up and gain the condition traumatized, which can be um, leveraged against me. Um, for various reasons. Um, but um, whenever someone helps me resolve that condition, we both get experience. Right. Yeah. So the conditions just really quick. So, so Kenny, just so you know, conditions represent your character's social situation and weaknesses. They're the things that people are saying and thinking about you and that shape how you're treated or even how you see yourself. So conditions can take the form of gossip, unsavory opinions, and interpersonal labels. Conditions are given to people through shutting someone down, pulling strings, and a few other avenues. Um, And so if you take advantage of a condition that someone has while making a move against them, you add plus one to your roles. So like, for instance, if the unresolved trauma, if you're like having an interaction, like the vampires having an interaction with the ghost, and it's like, well, you're dead. Then it's like, ooh, you're shutting them down. (laughs) Um, You're trying to shut... (laughs) The ghost down, so you can add plus one to your role um, because you're working, you're playing on the unresolved trauma condition, right? And then conditions um, are things that other characters think about a particular character. Um, it doesn't mean that. So they they want to make clear in this game that if if a character gets labeled as a slut or a preening diva or something like that, it doesn't mean that the players think that 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 person is those things. They think um, it's important and careful to be careful about brandishing harmful words. Right. But I think we're all adults here. Um, and we can be respectful and understand that we're, we're not calling each other names. We are, our characters are interacting with each other and putting these conditions on each other. Um, but if there's a, if there's a boundary with a certain type of a slur or anything like that, you know, please let us know. Okay. So that's helpful. Um, let's go back to the ghost really quick. So you have unresolved trauma. And then what, what are the other two moves? Um, well, I'm obviously taking creep. Perfect. Yeah. I love obviously. it. So yeah, when yeah. I silently witness someone in one of their most private moments, perhaps sleeping or putting on makeup or other things, I gain a <laughs> string on them. Other things. <laughs> you know. Just whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love watching people. It's what I do. But you, it seems like you also love it when they notice you. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sneaky about it yeah. is the thing. So I'm not taking limitless. Uh-huh. I am not the ghosty ghost who just apparates into your room and watches you at night. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I must climb through the casement to your abode um, <laughs> and um, yeah, stumble into your room hair first always. Yeah. Um, and watch you sleep. 
Nice. I love, love it. And so go through your yes. things and yeah. rattle stuff around. Yeah. Like oh. Smell all your products and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your laundry, whatever. Oh, Sit man. in front of your um, vanity with the lipstick just for yeah. hours. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And what's the other, I, what's the I other. Um... <laughs> Wait, what? What, what are the other. Relatable. Content. Relatable. Well, no, you're, you're talking about my character, obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, did I miss your second move? No, or did you... okay, I have not said it So yet. Okay, so we have unresolved trauma, creep, and what else? Um, Because I do like it when people notice me. When they do, I do give them my full attention. So I took helpful spirit as nice. my second. So when I can help someone resolve a condition, I will gain a string on them that way as nice. well. So if let's say like Santi gets a slut condition, yeah, <laughs> and he's tired of people calling him a slut, they'll be like, okay, I'm gonna help you with this problem, bro. Like we're gonna we're gonna work on it together. We're gonna join okay. a Christian yeah. youth group together. Yeah. yeah, no one wants to sleep with me. See, <laughs> solved. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang out with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm social poison. That's right. <laughs> This summer, Hot minus the cooler. One. Let's go. <laughs> the cooler. Well, speaking of all that, so what's the so in terms of your like, um, we'll get into your well, so sexual identity wise, are you a sexual being? So I am, um, as I would put it, attention sexual. Yes, um, okay. I will attempt to give sexual attention to anyone who pays attention to me and notices me, it just will likely not work because of my hot, but I will try every time. (laughs) And so your sex move is when you have sex with someone, you both get to ask a question of one another. This can be asked in character or player to player. They must answer honestly and directly. Okay. I don't know what what shocking revelations um, would be revealed with this question? With this thing, because it says player to player. Yeah, they must alter and like, yeah. do you like me? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Never have I ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking in the context of the story. Right. Um, <laughs> This applies. So I guess. unless you're like I, really right. trying to maneuver to get somebody to answer you honestly about something. So you right. deliberately play the ghost. Did you steal my lotion. Monster hearts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Last time you were getting waxed, did you notice that like, you know, like <laughs> what? All right. Like, wait, so what? Where is this going? Okay. So that is that. Okay. So that's so your attention sexual, mm-hmm. just equal opportunity creep. Yes. Uh-huh. And um then what is your ancestry and like, like background there? So my family is well-established here. Um, we came West, um, once gold was being found to kind of handle the transactionary part of that, um, changing over nuggets and dust for pieces of paper that said you could get drunk in town and things like that. Right. Um, so, Unlike many of the folk here um, who are, you know, a delightful mixture of all of these lovely cultures that exist, I am a very strange, pale, monochrome European type. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Like skin, hair, 
same color, no Almost eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. pigment. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, I need it. I am, but like ashy, like I am not yeah. a bright, beautiful, like, Oh, look at this pale glowing angel. Mm. I am like, I'm kind I'm a ghost. I'm kind of, you're not gray more than anything. Yeah. 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 Okay. Love it. All right. Is there any other question for Lenore that you all, any of you have? You're good. Okay. Okay. All right. The moment we've been waiting right. for. Mm-hmm. We got the vampire mm-hmm. here. Go vampire. It's okay. Have been waiting for this one. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> so exciting. No pressure. No, no pressure. No all right. Yeah. So, Kenny, do you want to read the vampire for us? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you are beauty eternal. You are the darkness that everyone wants to taste, but no one dares understand. It's there in your eyes. You are carefully chosen words and your every gesture. You no longer have a soul. Some vampires revel in that fact. Their afterlife, a tapestry of hedonism and exsanguination. Others hate the evil in their skin, solemnly vowing to a chaste and lonely existence. Either way, someone suffers. The choice is yours. All right. <laughs> Love a vampire. So mm. let's see here. What is the name of your vampire? Now, you don't, if any of these, none of these names seem great, we cannot, you know, pick whatever. Uh, I actually, I took Lucian. I think that's classic. <laughs> That's the name that David picked for his damn of course vampire. It was. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Every vampire in the Monster Hearts world is named Lucian. Yeah. <laughs> he is um yeah. crossed <laughs> the United States of time to find us. That's right. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, David and I share the same consciousness. Uh, I'm aware of that. Well, yeah, no, there's a there's a weird, yeah, it's very funny. Um, okay. So Unless what? it's an NPC vampire, in which case it's Coach Ferratu. It is. Right, sure. Always. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Marcel okay. was a strong second, though. I'll say that. Yeah. No, yeah, it's fine. Lucian, Lucian's fine. I was just like, what are the odds? I should have known. Okay. You should have known. Yeah. I should have Please just guess next time. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I know. Obviously. Okay. What is Lucian's look? Can't believe I'm saying this. Yes. What is Lucian's look? <laughs> um, I picked two because uh two okay. kind of like okay. struck at me uh predatory and old-fashioned oh all right cute love it thank you yeah i'm pretty hot honestly oh all right well so, not too hot no. just one hot one hot. Oh, oh oh okay so what are your mm. eyes like what are lucian's eyes like uh hungry for sure uh oh. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I can feel the right. same elbows by. No, that's not. No, that's the wrong song. Oh, Please shit, stop sorry. immediately. Damn it. Ah, you ruined the moment. Oh, All right. God damn it. Um, so then what's. So I am so curious. What is Lucian's origin? How did you become a vampire? I was taken this century. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Mm. I was taken this century. Baby boy. I'm a youngin'. Yeah, I'm a baby boy. Um, <laughs> go on okay um, <laughs> okay <laughs> my origin so i uh like i said at the beginning of the show i'm new here and i meant that literally um yeah i uh just came into town i guess probably recently however long y'all think um but i'm from the east coast okay yeah um 
And uh, I don't really know too much right now about Lucian's like family history. I don't know that that it's like super relevant. I guess we'll kind of workshop that a little later. Yeah. Um, Okay. I might be like alone or I might have like a family member who's actually, you know, just like whoever turned me or some kind of elder from my community that I look to and is kind of helping me through this transition. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, I think I'm just like, I came to this part of uh, the world, I guess, or America to, uh, to kind of get away from something in my past probably, or just to even be around a different kind of people. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, nothing, nothing too wild. Not yet. That's pretty wild though. All right. So so your backstory (laughs) is you're beautiful. Gain a string on everyone. So you have strings on everyone because you're stunning. So can you describe more like your, how you look like your ancestry and general appearance aside from the hungry eyes and the predatory. So yeah, I was going to ask what, What year is this? Is this oh, a- great question. That's what I should have started with. So we're setting it now, but we're not in oh. pandemic mode or anything. Right. This is modern times, okay. um, but no pandemic because I'm not here to play through it. Right. We're already playing through it. So right. correct. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, let's say there's not a pandemic, but we still have the same tech, the same kind of stuff overall. Oh, okay. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Okay. So it's 2020s. 2020. Yes. 22X. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Two zero. Yeah. Two zero. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, so I'm basically um, uh, like one of these high maintenance, like TikTok goths. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I know yeah. what that is. That, yeah, that. <laughs> TikTok goth. Yeah, oh I like it. I love it. I'm okay. into it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like some more of it? Please more. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I am basically like, you know, I'm wearing all this. So my my look is old fashioned, yeah. uh, quote unquote, but that's more in my like Mayflower genetics. Okay. Um, and less in my clothing because I, I take on like the goth aesthetic, mm-hmm. but I'm more um, I'm more leaning into the tech wear kind of style. So. <laughs> You know, still kind of like black trench coats and you know that kind of thing, but I pretend that I'm a character in twenty and you know cyberpunk twenty some whatever. Love it. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I'm doing. I'm into. I'm into kind of like dark fashion. Okay. So like that, that yeah, makes... war core, tech wear, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I'm yeah. furiously googling over here. Oh my god, oh, David, please, like, what please is do. This? Please okay. Google what, uh, oh, what I wish I This becomes like. one of those moments <laughs> in an esoteric order game where David has to look up fashion because he yeah. doesn't know what <laughs> no yeah, 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 fashion yeah. is. <laughs> Meanwhile, some, you know, some of us are like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No. no, go on, go on. I mean, I yeah, I, I'm weirdly... And Kenny is weirdly into this fashion, even though I just wear like a Warhammer shirt and camo shorts every day of my life. <laughs> so <laughs> and, and the utility kilt from time and, and, and an occasional kilt, yeah. occasional utility kilt. So um, so how how oh I forgot to ask this of everybody. Like, what is your like size and like body uh, type kind of situation going on? I would say I'm pretty lanky. Uh-huh, um uh-huh. not like not uncomfortably lanky, you know, because I'm very beautiful, but yes. uh 
I am tall. You're proportional. I'm proportional. Yeah. Yes. And tallish on the taller side. Mm -hmm. I probably not, not crazy tall, probably somewhere around the six foot six, three area. Ooh, how tall is the werewolf is my question. Yeah. Riley's definitely tall and ripped. And, and stuff like that so you know tall and ripped you know you know how we do yeah, it just, right. All right. Yeah, typical yeah. werewolf but yeah you know tall was, and ripped when I was yeah typical was like, hot werewolf yeah got <laughs> you know, it typical yeah, yeah when I was at uh Chaosium Con with my Chaosium staff uh colleagues um two of them are like super tall like mm-hmm. I don't know six six four at Whoa. least you know Jeez. and they were joking about how there's this like unspoken um programming in all tall guys brains where it's like when you see another tall guy in the room you just immediately want to fight him to like establish <laughs> dominance <laughs> is that uh, true yeah all right that's the question no <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm thinking you're just attracted to men and you're trying to figure out Ooh. what that means. you got uh, some shit to work on i'm just bro. saying that's oh all <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, okay. for me, I'm I'm six three in my sock feet, and I don't want to fight anybody. Well, see, that's it. You're six three. You're an inch short. Three. If you're an inch taller, you're That's the thing, though. If I put on like shoes, that's six four. Well, mm-hmm. if I put on shoes, I become rainy feet in heels, inches tall. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tall trees. Okay. Tall so trees. we got the lanky. <laughs> yes, the lanky vampire. Oh yeah, they're both tall, but one like ripped and the other one right yeah i'm i'm like i'm like alucard from health from all of it all kind of, of that. emaciated almost so do you have like blonde like so is your hair blonde like that like honey colored oh. eyes that whole thing yeah well originally so uh yeah like i said i have kind of like the mayflower genetics Wait, um, is this, i'm is sorry this alucard i'm very from sorry Helsing or alucard from castlevania castlevania i almost okay. said, oh, I almost only. said Helsing, okay but, no um Wow. I mean, yeah. I feel called out and I don't like it. Um, oh, well, okay. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to steal, <laughs> I don't want to steal uh, Lenore's look. So no. I'm not, I'm not quite oh, as no. pale. Don't worry. This is a role playing game. You can look however you want. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be well, tiny. Yeah, and I don't want to be like the pale one. And it's, and, mm. me and you are like pointing at each no, other. No, 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 no. Vampire is like pale, but hot. And ghost right. is like pale, but dull. Like, okay. Yeah, that's why I'm viewing it. I'm yeah. the faded painting of the world. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pale pink. Like you can still Ooh. see the pink under me. Okay. Um, and yeah, I would say my hair is probably, um, keeping with like the war court aesthetic or whatever. Like I, it's probably blonde, but I dye it black. Okay. Yeah. And that can always look oh, weird because yeah. then like your eyebrows are like, wh- like then it's like you, look right. like you have no eyebrows. Okay. Yeah. What color, what your, so your eyes are hungry, but what color are they? Mm, probably like a very icy blue. Okay. See, I'm asking these questions because our mortal has to pick which one of you that they're going to be banging on the regular. So right. I, I'm, I'm right. taking notes on all of you. So <laughs> same. same. I basically like, this is a, this is like a weird dating app that I'm kind of yeah. like trying to determine how y'all are looking. Okay. I'm going to, okay. I'm taking weird amounts of notes actually, because I'm, <laughs> stop, stop I'm, I'm ready to exploit all of your weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. That's so for, for Lucian 2.0, Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe that. Are you? Is, is there any androgyny in your look? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. One hundred percent. And in fact, like I am 
I am male and I probably yeah your gender identity stuff yeah but like um uh like I you know pansexual Mm -hmm. all the way I don't really care um and yeah if I if I wanted to well yeah I would I would probably say like I I probably present kind of gender fluid like I could Mm -hmm. I could look like a feminine presenting person if I really if I wanted to um, so my face kind of has some like interesting angles here and there, but it's mostly in my cheekbones and then my jawbone is like somewhat soft. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of pull off, you know, whatever gender I'm feeling. Okay. Okay. Yeah, which I do. I kind of bounce back and forth quite a bit. Let's see here. Okay. So we have that. So someone saved. So back to your backstory. Um, someone saved one. Someone once saved your own life. They gained two strings on you. So who saved your your own life? Oh shit! Hmm. Oh. It's a lot of strings. It's it a lot of strings. Uh, well, I already have two strings on Santi. Yeah. And I've got a string on everybody else. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want the mortal to have saved my life. Oh man. I know. Sorry. Nice. Nice. <laughs> You're gonna. Yeah. It begins. You, you did not have to invite me to this. I. <laughs> No, this is perfect. No, this is exactly what we wanted. It's all good. No, this is just this is so what happens. I gain, the- I gain two strings on Lucian. Yes. Yeah. So okay. the mortal gains two strings on Lucian. Perfect. So Lucian's dark and darkest self. Everyone is your pawn, your plaything. You hurt them and make them vulnerable for sport, like a cat does with a mouse. Maybe you'll even drain them dry, though you'll certainly take your time first. Mm-hmm. You escape your darkest self when you're put in your rightful place by someone more powerful than you. Love it. So that's that's your darkest self, just full on. Not kind of, up. yeah, kind of uh, a little more vague, I think, than like the werewolves, which is like you hulk out and turn into a monster. Yeah, no, the werewolves <laughs> very straightforward. Yeah, mine Wait, is like, no, mm, yeah. you're a little frisky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the things that I just resort to when I'm feeling frisky, where everyone is my pawn and plaything, and I hurt <laughs> them and make them vulnerable for sport. I mean, uh, that's, what I, that's were, what I do. When if I'm you were a Leo. That was, oh, my God. My moon is in Leo. So I'm just saying right now. OK. Yeah, All right. So hot. So so what what stats did you pick, Kenny? Um, I actually, despite being fucking gorgeous, I'm a hot one cold, too. That's fine. No, because it's I think, you're yeah. beautiful, period. That, yeah. You are beautiful. That's yeah. your backstory. Okay. It's period. intimidating. It's, it's, it's intimidating. intimidating beauty. And yeah. that second stat is cool because of of cold. Like it lets you yeah. keep yes. your cool and yes. stay exactly. hot and untouchable. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I like cold I like is the its own hotness. hotness. Exactly. Yeah. Cold is and, new hot. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, and that's I'm, why I don't have that one either. So <laughs> 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 So I'm that's hot one, cold two, minus one volatile, minus one dark. Nice. Um but my moves. Yeah. So what are your moves? Your vampire my, moves. So so my first one is cold as ice. So when I shut someone down and I roll a seven or higher, uh, I may choose an extra option from the list. Oof. Yeah. Nice. Oh, so, that's brutal. Power. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Very brutal. Brutal. And okay. my second <laughs> one is marked for the hunt. So um, when I feed on somebody, I establish a preternatural bond. And from that point forward, whenever I gaze into the abyss concerning their whereabouts or well-being, I roll as if I had a dark three instead of a dark minus one. 
God damn it. That's going to yeah. be so fun. I love it. I know. It. I'm very excited so about it. Okay. So good. ready for this toxicity. I know. So... Yeah, it's very, yes. Um, I, so your I, sex I, yeah. move is, what is your sex move? Yeah. When I deny someone sexually, which will happen often. Yes. Uh, I gain a string on them. And when You're I have so sex many someone, strings I, on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I'm going to feed you a lot of no, attention. No, 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 no. And then just not show up. And not show right. up at all. Um, and when you have sex with someone, lose all strings on them. Oopsie poopsie. Yeah, whoopsies. Nope. All right. I love this character. This is Thank another you. variation on Lucian. Yeah, I love it. So Alternate good. Reality so, so good. Okay. So now the, the other... Now we have to go through this mortal stuff. Oh, we have to. This mortal <laughs> stuff. <laughs> this mortal shit. I would I would just like to say as a former vampire uh, myself. Uh, well, okay. Ooh, yeah. please. One thing I do enjoy about the skin, and it's similar to the werewolf, is that it actually leaves a lot open for you to establish your own mythos of like how vampires work. So it's like, are uh-huh. you are you affected by the sun? I don't mm. know. It's kind of an open question, right? You know? Uh, that you know, do you have to be invited in to enter a house? We don't know. You know, well, that's okay, kind of you're for talking. You ar- you're talking around the main fucking thing. So, do you actually feed on blood? Well, see, he took a move that says when you feed. I deliberately did not take any moves that said when you feed. Okay. Oh, yeah. so mine is yeah, mine is feeding on someone. Feeding um, on someone. So that, but it, it could still but, be you know right. some variation. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There you is need one. To feed on people. I almost took the feeding, which is straight up like you feed on blood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but I didn't take that, and <clears throat> I didn't take the invited one either because I wasn't sure what where my ideas on the vampire mythos kind of yeah. lied. I do like the. Uh, I I do like the I can't enter a home without being invited, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably gonna stick to that. Mm-hmm. Um, feeding on blood, I don't know, maybe I guess we'll see. Okay, we gotta see. We we need to know this right now. I've been burnt in the past. What the hell is wrong with you guys who don't want to play a vampire that drinks blood? Da, 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 da. Well, because like David pulled this shit. I'm I'm not blaming you, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> I want you to know my, you're a victim of my poor choices. Okay, that's right. David made yeah. some choices with the last one, and it's not against you. I still think we're brilliant. Just saying. <laughs> I'm open for nuance. I'm open to see where the creative place goes. So I am open to other things, but I've been burnt in the past. So this better be, what? I hope that it's fun and good for everyone. David, what did, what did you feed on? I, I was an emotional vampire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Colin Robinson. The Colin sexy. Robinson. But, but I, I think, I think blood's good. I, you know, I advocate <laughs> for blood feeding. The sure. question would be, do you have fangs? Do you literally yeah. latch onto somebody's jugular or, or you know, other veins? Yeah. Now, mm. keep in mind also there's the ghoul and the ghoul is all about hunger and consumption. And that can literally be about like eating meat or eating corpses. Right. Um, so, you know, it doesn't have to go full ghoul either. You right, know, but well, it can its just own be thing. It's, it's just a thing. classic vampire. Or is I it think, like yeah. uh, the um, Werner Herzog Nosferatu, where you you're like a fucking fruit bat, you know, <laughs> and you're just like, you know. <laughs> okay, all right, you know. What? I think uh, I'm gonna just go straight classic 1987 hit, <laughs> The Lost Boys Vampire. 
here. The most so. horrifying movie ever made. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to basically just go in that. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Kenny, so if you I have any, any, any more questions about my mythos, please refer to the 1987 smash hit Lost Boys. Okay. So that answers my question. You yeah. can pop your fangs at will. And yeah. Retract them. Pop my fangs if, at will. Retract them. But if we're going Lost Boys, that's. They, they had the whole. And then. Whoosh, I literally yeah, sleep upside down. Right. Yeah. Like that's what I mean. I know that because <laughs> yes, I watched you it. Yeah, Lenore does. Yeah. 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 Lenore is aware. Oh, okay. and your feet turn all like claw, crusty claws to yeah, grasp a little bit. onto this Wait, stuff. So if, some we're, if we're invoking Lost Boys and we have a ruined cliffside hotel, do you, is that where you live? Do you I mean, that's it. Might be where gonna, I live. Yeah, I think we're gonna go there. We're gonna talk about homes. We're gonna talk really quick. You know, I want to get through the mortal thing, but then All we're right. gonna go into your homes, where you're living, parents, guardians, siblings, and any other little details. And then I have to do a seating chart for y'all. So, so yes. So we will. Okay. Let's let's put a pin, a nasty little rusty pin in that to <laughs> say like where does Kenny's character sleep? Because I know that it'll be very interesting. So I'm all for that. Okay. okay, let's just. I want to get through the mortal, let's and then get, we gotta we gotta keep going. With. Okay, let's just get this over. With. Yeah, what? Okay. All right. So. so the mortal, David, if you would, if you please. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh my god. None of them would understand what you have here in this dark and secret place. It's beautiful. They'd warn you that this sort of beauty is dangerous, like a raging fire. Well, some things are worth getting burned for. Love has eclipsed all hope. And the dark has left you feeling beautiful. All right. Nice. Mm -hmm. So what is your identity, mortal? All right. Name is Autumn Flores. Okay. And then your look. Uh, my look is beautiful. Okay. Your eyes? My eyes are sad. Sad eyes. Mm -hmm. Sad girl. And then your origin. I'm a nobody. Nobody? What does that mean to you? It means that I'm just another kid at um, Crescenta Bay High School, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, I have some friends. I have some extracurriculars and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I'm not like one of the cool kids. I'm not a burnout. I'm not a skater. I'm not a whatever else. I'm not a, a tech war, whatever the hell. You know, just very, yeah, okay. very kind of <laughs> middle of the road. very middle of the road. All right, great. Yeah. So um nobody nope. nobody's really taken much note of me yet. Oh. Mm -hmm. But that's about to change, isn't it? It is. It is about to change. So choose one person to be your lover. Give them okay. three strings on you and take one string on them. Okay. So I'm damn tempted by Lucian, I have to say. But oh my God. <laughs> but I'm offended. I, I'm offended. <laughs> what? The butt. The butt. X card. You. X card. But, right now. Oh no! Oh, okay. Wait. Fade to black. No, you got. You got to earn done. this, boy. You got to earn this. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> so to start with, we're gonna go with Lenore. 
Oh, I fully wow. anticipate being in darkest self when you cheat on me with the vampire. So thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So you give Lenore three strings on you and you take one string on Lenore. How many strings do you have on Lenore? I now have three strings on Lenore. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so your darkest self is nobody understands you. Nobody even tries. You do so much for the people you love and they walk all over you. Enough is enough. Betray them. Show them what it's like to be uncared for. Reveal their monstrosity and yours. Only seeing the pain that you're causing your lover will set you set will let you escape from your darkest self. Only so what does that mean to that you? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so basically, um, I, I think it's just like when she has been um, push too far into her darkest self mode. She lashes out um, and tries to hurt uh, the people who are closest to her, but then regrets it once she realizes what she's done. So that's like your little monster pals. Show them what it's like being yeah. cared for. Reveal their monstrosity oh, yeah. and yours. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Push some buttons. All right. Yeah. So what stat block did you pick? I Well, all, the mortal is always hot two. Yes. I went with hot two mm -hmm. and dark one. Ooh, so you're a dark little hottie. Mortal moves. You gain yeah, true uh, love. Cookie, yes. they serve at jars of clay coffee house. Oh, yeah. Hot, dark <laughs> cookies. Hot, dark yeah, hot, dark. One yeah. hot, dark mortal, please. No. Try to say that a billion times. Fast. Okay, true love. <laughs> you always have exactly one lover. The first is chosen during your backstory. If you ever fall in love with someone else, instead give them a string and they become your new lover. You always carry one forward <laughs> to earning your lover's heart or fancy. If you ever fall in love with someone else, like as if, if as it's never going to happen. No. Okay. So what's the other, what are the two other moves you picked? Okay. So this feeds into me going with Lenore off the bat. I, oh. there, there's a couple different approaches to the mortal for my, my close, um, you know, Kabbalistic reading of the skin, basically uh, yeah, interpreting the secret basically. signs within. Yeah. You 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 either do the um the kind of uh what like twilight style swept up in the romance situation or you go with uh vampire diaries where mm -hmm. you're sort of discovering uh the monsters that live in your town and and yeah. you're strangely attracted to them. Right. So I'm going with the, the with the latter. I'm going to have okay. some agency here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um so yeah, I want to help solve some mysteries and, and the ghost has the most, the greatest mystery to solve. I am the so, ghost with the most. Yeah. That's true the too. Ghost <laughs> so I am uh, choosing down the rabbit hole. Okay. When you go poking your nose in affairs not meant for your kind, someone involved in the situation gains a string on you and you mark experience. Oh, that's good one. You are going to get some crazy moves. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's the other one well because i'm a dark hot mortal uh -huh. um i'm going to be gazing into the abyss which will also help me solve mysteries yeah so i'm going with downward spiral when you gaze into the abyss you may cause yourself one harm if you do add two to your roll okay and so the gazing to the abyss requires some element of self self-harm or or just 
uh, it some just kind takes, of it harm. takes so it takes so much out of you that you're just like yes. depleted for like a week or two. Weeks yes, because harm can be mental as well as physical. Right, right. Okay. And I and I have an idea in my head. It's not going to okay. be um, cutting, but it is going to be a certain level of of self trauma. But we'll we'll cross Injury. that bridge when we, we get, get there. Yeah. Yeah. Does okay. does it also involve like require? Listening to vintage Nine Inch Nails, nineties, high vintage, vintage. ideally. Yes, yes, yes. yes. All right, and And, then what's your? Just just to telegraph my intentions, if I ever end up with Riley, I'm absolutely taking mess with me, mess with him, since he already has his protective uh, juju going on with the sex move. So it's going to synergize perfectly. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Oh, but if I end up, if I end up with the vampire. I'm going to go with sympathy as my weapon. Every time you forgive someone for hurting you and excuse their base, oh, string on them. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That oh. one is brutal. <laughs> okay. As Rainy so, said, the monster, the mortal is the true monster. Yeah, it is. Monster hearts. Yes, it is. Yes. So, so what is your, um, so your sex move is yes. uh, when you have sex with someone, it awakens something sinister within. The next time you take your eyes off of them, they become their darkest self. Mm-hmm. So y'all be banging this mortal, you instantly become your darkest self. Just no, telling you. That's why I always have to hang around. Right. You know, I, I don't well, want to let them out of my sight. You know, I'm, I'm just saying go to the they're not going to stay. Them. I'm gonna, they're going like, to get bored of you very quickly. No way. I'm going to be hanging off their neck the whole time. You know. Uh huh. All right then. <laughs> and so, what is your gender identity, ancestry, sexual identity? Okay. Uh, so <laughs> female, female at birth, female presenting, um, very like just kind of, um, not super femme, you know, but, um, definitely like mainstream teen girl fashion, okay. you know, which I guess I'll have to do some research on that too. Oh my gosh. I don't know how fashion works. Um, anyway, no, he does I'll not. figure it out. Uh, it's not tech war though. You know that much. So, oh all right. So what is your, right. what's your uh, sexual identity? And, and, oh, and she's, you know, she's kind of like petite, um, mm-hmm. easy to miss. Right. So, so there's all these tall dudes around, which is hilarious. Um, so it'll be one of those situations. Yeah. But, um, Anyway, ancestry is okay. So she is actually descended from much like Lenore. She's descended from longtime residents as well. However, she's from the the other side of the track, so to speak. So she's descended from uh, immigrants who came up um, after the gold rush um, to you know seek uh, better opportunities in California in the mm-hmm. Golden State. Mm-hmm. So um, since there's like an abalone diving and fishing um, industry, she has um, Italian and like Argentinian or Peruvian uh, fisher, mm-hmm. fisher folk, fishermen. Okay. Um, uh, you know, on the two sides of her family. Great. So she thick. Okay. <laughs> and also, uh, yeah. So what's her sexual identity? Sexual identity, I think actually I'm going to go with bisexual. I was okay. thinking about pansexual. Everyone else going pansexual, you know? I'm what? just, you know. <laughs> okay, you can just pick whatever you think fits well. No, I, I think I think it fits because she's she's more attracted to like human, human appearing. Like pansexual implies like, hey, I'm I'm down to bang a, were- a werewolf in Krinos form, right? But like for <laughs> for her, it's like, you know, 
No, no, I like humans, but I like humans of all types, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anything like in terms of romantic feelings though, like pan romantic for sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So you kind of like can fall for pretty much anybody. Oh, anybody or anything. She'll fall for a photograph. with a romantic connection. She'll even fall yeah. for, you know, whatever. A photograph. Eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. I, I say for no reason whatsoever. Hmm. Okay, cool. All right. So that is the mortal. And does anyone have any questions for Autumn Flores? Flores. That's a no. Okay. Let's take a little five minute breaky. Okay. Breakies. And uh and then we'll resume. And we'll we'll do the the um we'll do the seating chart and I'll find out more about your living spaces and who you mm. live with or maybe nobody. Um, and then we'll hopefully get a seating chart done of your homeroom class and then we will be done for the session. Oh. Yeah. Right. Five minutes. Five minutes. Five yeah. minutes, everybody. He's in this room as we speak. Oh no! Hopefully, you have those UV lights and the like fogger things and, and everything like from all of the <laughs> all the my favorite types of movies. Yeah, <laughs> I like um, the character concepts that uh, David mm-hmm. linked for Autumn because mm-hmm. those pictures strongly remind me of the like. Uh, before version of like the teen makeover movies you know what i mean you just take this absolutely gorgeous actor and it's like glasses ponytail sweater and it's like mm-hmm. ugly nerd you know yeah. and then it's just like mascara lipstick hair down you know uh take the sweater off you're like oh she's such beautiful like you know it's like I love that trope you know it's yeah. like the whole Clark Kent thing where it's like you know Huge disguise, like you know yeah, I mean? like, totally. Like, like if you're used to seeing me like this, and then I come visit, and I like knock, knock, and it's like, call police. There's a <laughs> giant brown guy at our door. <laughs> like, who is, who is that? This? Never yeah. seen it before in my life. <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. Like it reminds me of that, and I love that trope. Totally. I love Aurora too, so it's awesome that Lenore yeah. is basically oh. Aurora. Yeah. Sorry, you were it, saying. Miss made it very easy for me to collect so far. 36 different reaction gifts of myself to be able to use in my chats with the I other love players. It. That's perfect. <laughs> A cool 36 gifts. So far. Mm-hmm. 36. So far. My, my wife yeah. has 36 gifts. <laughs> that better include me, by the way. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Try not to try not to find any reaction gifts on your way through the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. Okay. It was amazing so far. Thank you. Thank you, Des. This is fucking great. That's I don't know awesome, how I'm doing this. But thank you. I hope just I just hope Kenny sticks around for a little bit. So hopefully <laughs> you haven't scared him away yet. I know. I'm afraid yeah. that like we've somehow scared him away and he's never coming back. But I don't know. He better not, because that vampire man. Yes. No, I'm into it. Oh for, some, for someone man. who claims to not like vampires. 
No, yeah, that's bro. the thing. All vampire hunters secretly love vampires. Like, come on. Like, let's be real. They're obsessed mm-hmm. with them. They either become them or they want to do them. Or both. Mm. Oh, that's, that's what we're looking at. Like yeah. that's why you're hunting them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to ask some questions. <laughs> right. Bro, did you see the feeding? The vampire move, the feeding. That mm-hmm. thing is fucking awesome, bro. Mm. Oh. oh, it's so good. Nice. Allow me, All if right. I may. The feeding. You feed on hot blood direct from the source. Mm -hmm. If this is the first time they've ever been fed upon, you both mark experience. When you feed, choose two. You heal one harm. You take one forward. They definitely don't die. Mm -hmm. I love that you get to choose Mm -hmm. two of those. (laughs) And the wording of the last one is amazing. So good. So good. And then you both get to mark experience. That is, mm-hmm. they definitely made the whole vampire thing, the vampire thing and made it mm-hmm. like appropriately powerful with mm-hmm. that. I agree. That's awesome. I totally agree. Okay. So now we're going to get into talking about your character's living situation really briefly, not like super, super, um, but just like the general overview. So I can, oh uh, yeah. Know how to turn it against you. Uh, once in a while <laughs> or to your advantage right so important to yes, note exactly the one thing i do want to just review really quickly before we get into more stuff about you is the player sheet so is there anything on the player sheet that needs a little more extrapolation because i don't think we talked about pulling strings and what that means because you all have strings but you may not know what to do with them Um, and a lot of this is with the strings, what it says on the sheet is that when you spend a string on someone, you tempt them to do what you want, give them a condition, add one to your roll against them or add one to your harm, you deal them. And so that's just basically the strings that you have at your disposal right now. These are all things you can do with those um with on uh, you know with other characters so if like you know autumn needed to get some information from um lenore you might want to tempt them you know or you know something like that does that does that kind of make sense okay yeah you can you can offer the person experience in exchange for doing what you want and you've pulled the string basically mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. elements Okay, so if this seems clear, great. If it doesn't, that's fine. We'll be able to review it anytime. And also you'll see how it takes shape as we're, as we're forming the, the action. So you all live in a certain place, right? So we know you live in New Crescenta Bay, but we don't know like where you live in the town. So my questions, I'm gonna go around and ask each of you, like, where do you live? What it looks like? Do you have a room? If you do, what does it look like? Or where do you sleep? And then like what family members or guardians or some other people, who do you live with? Um, and what is that dynamic like? And again, I don't want to like go super, super deep, but I just want the general impressions from each of you so that I'm that I know better, like, you know, where you're all coming from. So Lenore, we'll start with you first. 
Um, so where are you, where are you living in the town? What does it look like? Do you have a room and do you have like siblings or family or what does that look like? Yeah. Um, I, my family lives in, um, the kind of nice, but made to look a little bit shabby and worn, um, like Bayside houses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they're in the, the style of like East coast coastal homes. Mm -hmm. Um, it's where my family's lived for a very long time. It's mm-hmm. been passed down generationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, I live with my mother and father. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, in keeping with the family business, um, my, my dad runs the bank. Um, mm-hmm. And um, but I don't really talk with them very much. They're very conservative um, and. The our relationship is one in that um, a good child isn't really underfoot. Um, mm-hmm. I am tucked away in the place where I belong, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. So we don't interact all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, my room is very. It's looked the same way it has for always. Um, bed is made. The nice little floral. Um, comforter on it and the little mm-hmm. teddy bear with a bow around his neck against the mm-hmm. pillow. Um, you know, it's, it's very simple. Do you have any siblings? No, no siblings. Okay. Okay. Are your parents home a lot or like, is it, what does your mom do for, does she stay at home or what does she? I think that she works in the mayor's office mm-hmm. um, and is involved with a lot of the planning for events okay. for the tourist draw. Mm-hmm. All right. Great. Any questions for Lenore from the group regarding where Lenore lives? When you say your parents are conservative, what do you mean? Um, just in that they aren't very affectionate. Um, (laughs) uh, they, there is a place set for me at the table. Um, the expectation is that I will be there to eat. Um, I will not share about my day. I will do the family thing. I will go upstairs to my room and I will be quiet. Um, and they expect not to hear anything about me from school or anywhere else. Um, this is the, this is the way. Yes. I think there's another element where it's difficult for you at school. Like you're not somehow you're not on the roster. Like you're always that kid. Yeah. I'm always, um, pleasantly surprised if the teacher actually says my name during roll. It's just what I want. That's the one thing I would love for that to happen. Um, (laughs) it doesn't, but I try. (laughs) I know so hard. Um, so remind me again, when, when is your birthday, your character's birthday? And yes, I will be asking you when your character's birthdays are. What's Lenore's birthday? Um, I think we established that I was a Leo because I want attention for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also though, because, um, I want 
my birthday to be not during the school year. So I never got to celebrate it with my friends. So like July 21st, July 21st, July 20 something. 21st. All my friends. Yeah. All my friends. I have one now. Um, So it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have a friend, a friend, a friend. I have a question. Yes. What do you have? In your, in your, in your room. What's your mm-hmm. window situation like? Do you have a window mm-hmm. in your room? Yeah, and... it's um the kind that when you crank it open, it opens at diagonally instead of like, you know, being able to like lift it up or anything like that. So when I like lean an awning? through the window, yeah, like it like goes okay. and it hinges open. So nice. I have to like squeeze out through the opening and climb like face first down the building. Okay. <laughs> and that was going to be my next question. Mm-hmm. Does it open or is it painted or nailed shut or whatever? It obviously it opens. Mm-hmm. And it's like a not a school, lot, like crank kind of mechanism yeah. where it kind of louvers uh-huh. yes. open yep. like a garage door that doesn't correct fold. Nice. <laughs> okay. Right. Super cool. All right. David, did you have something to say? No, no you're good. Okay. No. All right. No, All right. No, I don't. Okay, great. So um, let's see here. Great. So Riley, um, same question. And what is your home life like? You know, who do you live with? What does your room look like? And then we'll get into birthday stuff too. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I live with uh, my auntie. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my uncle, uh, he travels a lot for work. He's a hustler. He has a lot of jobs and things of that nature. Um, and a lot of uh, the family business in that regard isn't in all respects legal. Um, there's a lot of things that grow in the earth that people will pay a lot of money for. And sometimes those things have to be transported, be they mm-hmm. beats or you know <laughs> other things yeah other things and uh but my my auntie's uh pretty much uh legit i want to say she has like a local government type of job you know she mm-hmm. worked but not like a high ranking whatever yeah. you know what i mean she's like maybe the you know front desk or the this or that coordinator at like a local mm-hmm state or city funded center for whatever Mm -hmm. something like that um i live with my auntie and my uncle because my mom has uh, passed and my dad is um i'm getting a real like uh incarceration vibe but i don't know if that's necessarily Mm -hmm. accurate that's like kind of what i'm getting as mm-hmm. a player trying to get a vibe from the character mm-hmm. uh, but dad's not around and mom is also not uh is gone and uh i want to say mom is was uh taken from us somewhat tragically mm-hmm. probably violently mm-hmm. um and they are not home very often i mm-hmm. not only have a room i have a whole like uh trailer home type of situation okay. to myself because there's out in the out in the woods out in the, the booms mm-hmm. there's a tall you know indoor type of trees type of forest sort of situation out where i live and there's like a clearing i want to say there's a source of fresh water nearby be a creek a river mm-hmm. a lake a pond whatever 
Um, and so there's like maybe a V sort of parking of a modular home mm-hmm. sort of situation going on. Mm-hmm. And one of them's mine, the other is my auntie and uncle's. And there's like a, a, a makeshift ad hoc courtyard in between them where there's like a, one of the rows of seats from a 1996 Pontiac Transport. There's mm-hmm. a, a couch with like that kind of sits at an angle because two of the legs are like nod off or otherwise missing. There's some lawn chairs. There's a fire mm-hmm. pit. Yeah. Um, there's axles from various vehicles and other sorts of things like that laying around. But there's a social center uh, in between there. There's also a chicken coop out near <laughs> the water source okay. um, as well. And there's uh, on top, Riley spends a lot of time on top of his caravan or what have you. Um, He'll sometimes sleep up there under the stars. There's like a lawn chair up there where he'll hang out. Okay, cool. Great. And like an old ammo crate. Mm -hmm. There's no ammo in it. There's Mm -hmm. like treasures from when he was a child, the type of treasures a child might gather artifacts mm-hmm. from his parents and things of that nature maybe a pair of binoculars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice look out over the lake yeah see some people getting okay. up to some dickens mm-hmm. i believe we're not doing phrasing <laughs> <laughs> all right so what was your what is your character's birthday oh goodness um Let's have him be a a fall baby sometime okay. in the fall. So late September, mid October. Mm, yeah, mid October, early November, somewhere like that. Okay. The air's getting crisp and the land's going to sleep. Things are becoming more calm and dormant, kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'd say that'd be like October. 18th there you go love it perfect okay all right all right so we have our vampire so lucian when is your uh like where do you live what is it like who do you live with what like do you have a room um i think i actually do live in the ruins of the chateau okay um but i'm almost never there i'm always Mm -hmm. like uh, like couch surfing on oh. whoever I can manipulate mm-hmm. um, because <laughs> yeah because my the person I came here with mm-hmm. uh, they're not family so to speak um, mm-hmm. they are another vampire um, but uh, I feel like I don't have a good relationship with them mm-hmm. uh, almost like a um like a <clears throat> was it like a uh, Lestat and fucking Louis Louis yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lestat and Louis kind of relationship um mm-hmm. but uh I feel like there's more like emotional abuse and manipulation from my elder mm-hmm. and so even though I hate it and I resent them for doing it I can't help but perpetuate that onto the people that I meet mm-hmm yeah yeah okay yeah no that 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 really tracks 
Yeah, yeah no. No, yeah. total sense. Sorry, I don't want to be so tragic, but... No, 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 this, no, this is what this game this is, is about. about. This is exactly what this game is about. I have like, a okay. question. Yeah, go for it. So because you're couch surfing partially as a way to avoid this elder person, do they sleep at the chateau regularly and you just avoid going back there? Or where are they? I would imagine they're just at the chateau. Okay. Yeah. They might go out and do their own things. What's, what's their name? Like, what do they like? Man, I don't know. Um, create a whole new. <laughs> well, what I can, the, I can what work. was your what was your, uh, your second name? Oh, Marcel. Marcel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. M A R C E L L. And um, and how old is he compared to you? Age? Like, what does he look like? Do you, do your vampires age at all? Um, I would assume no. He's probably very beautiful. Mm-hmm um as well or they mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're very beautiful mm-hmm. um but they're probably like many ages old mm-hmm. one of these origins is cursed blood i kind of like that mm-hmm. i don't know what that means but he, well i have some idea but maybe yeah, well, he, what does it mean to you maybe he passed it on to me okay like when like he's got cursed blood mm-hmm. and I of course couldn't have been bit by like a regular vampire. I had to get this motherfucker. So, okay, you know, like a regular vampire. Yeah. So, like when I fed from, because I imagine like I got bit and then I had to feed from his blood. Yeah. To be to prevent myself from dying. Right. And unbeknownst to me, uh, their blood was cursed. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Now mm-hmm. I'm stuck with the same curse inside me. Mm-hmm. which is different from a normal regular vampire yes yeah this is different okay, okay. um all right I'm, I'm drawing all kinds of i don't know images in my brain okay well if you find images that you can translate into words and or images that that you can find please share them so that we so this understand. is yeah. yeah so i and this is where like my hesitancy from this kind of stuff comes along because like when I imagine this, like, and I, uh, I, I, or I guess the, the images that are conjured up in my mind, this uh-huh. is, uh, I don't want to be obviously disrespectful or yeah, insensitive yeah. to anybody, but yeah. this is like, for me, this is, uh, you know, somebody within the queer community who needs an elder to kind of like usher them through you know, and like understand these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, perhaps this cursed blood is something akin to like HIV mm-hmm. or AIDS or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of where my brain goes. I don't know about your guys. Well, I think that the vampire, like the vampire trope or or myth, like definitely plays upon ideas of, of contamination, taint right. versus purity and disease and vectors of disease. And what happens in communities when that takes shape and how whole communities can be created out of a cursed um, bloodline, let's say. So So I think having somebody who like if we're talking about HIV um, and being positive or negative or whatever, I think there's definitely room to explore that. So I like that idea a lot. And I'll try to find some things on... um, different dynamics um, that can take shape. Cause I could totally see if two people are sharing the same disease situation, they might have totally different perspectives on it Definitely. and how they, and how they live with it and how they move around and, and how they conduct themselves. Like there's a reason why Lucian is cold 
as opposed right. to Marcel who might be hot, like full right. hot and mm -hmm. volatile. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's like different ways that people interact with their diagnosis or their quote status and how that takes shape is going to be different for each individual. So I think it's, I don't think it's offensive. Okay. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I don't think it is based on my, my, um, just my background and what I know about this, you know, I think this is, this game is a perfect way to talk about that and kind of have those power dynamics take shape. So yeah, unless anyone so, else is opposed or has questions. Or right. Yeah. If anybody, this yeah. also kind of ties into my sex move, which is denying somebody. Exactly. Sex. Yeah. Yep. Which is definitely a thing too. And I know that, I mean, based on like the history of AIDS and HIV in the United States, like there are so many different ways that people reacted to it Yeah. and, and what they decided for the rest of their lives to be celibate or to be like, you know what, I'm going to just do whatever I want and I'm going to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So I think like, there's a lot of interesting pieces there. And so bringing up the, the, this element is it's definitely appropriate. I think. Cool. What do you all think? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you guys have anything, obviously like reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know. I'll do a little, I'll do a little research too. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lean so heavy into that. This is just right. the imagery that conjures yes. in my mind. Yeah. And I think, I think just exploring and understanding that and just having that be again, it's like all the kind of um, this is when it kind of gets into the more like kind of actorly way of playing this game, where it's like you do a mm. bunch of research and it's there in the background and it's not it's a subtext, basically. It's a subtext right. of whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So saying all that really, meanwhile, oh, wait, what are you meanwhile saying? I'm over here doing my research. I'm like, huh? So mom jeans are back, huh? Okay. <laughs> they really are. They really are. Yeah, it's like, what's the historical significance of HIV and like throwaway, quote unquote, throwaway people like, versus mom jeans like, and Doc Martens? What year is it? <laughs> God. Womp womp. No. All right. So all of that deep, interesting stuff aside from mom jeans aside, um, Kenny, Please. when is Lucian's birthday? Oh. Does he know when his birthday is? August 22nd. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. The same as me. Uh, <laughs> we got two Leos. We got two Leos in the group. There's a com competing for the attention. I'm on All the right. cusp. No, no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Leo Virgo. Okay, so there's a, there's okay, no so there's a, a Leo Virgo oh, and, a, and a Leo Cancer. That's interesting. All right, there's no such thing as cusp. There's no, there's okay, no wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um. So saying all that to say, the mortal. So what is your living autumn? What is your living situation like? What's the dynamic with the fam? Fam. When's your birthday? That kind of stuff. All right. So I, I think in the in the grand tradition of you know Pretty in Pink and all those other okay. movies, uh, mm -hmm. definitely a single parent household. Okay. What happened? Which, which parent is there? Which parent isn't and why? I'm going to, I'm going to deviate from the trope a little bit uh, as much as I'd like to have Harry Dean Stanton Stanton as my dad. Um, avenge me. Avenge me. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I think mom is the one who's still around. Um, dad disappeared at sea. Oh, what, what do you know about that? I was a kid. How old were you? Nine. Mm -hmm. And um, and yeah, so he, you know, the fishing industry uh, is not what it used to be to begin with. And um, so he was kind of an itinerant uh, deckhand. You know, he would hire out to different uh, crews and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the the whole, the boat that he was on, the ship that he was on, the whole thing went missing, you know, one mm. night. 
under under calm sea conditions too weird very mysterious very mysterious so what it, does your mom do oh wait yeah I quite, is is the, is the something at sea did that did that take him who knows we don't know we don't know we don't, we don't know. know it's a mystery could have been marcel honestly hey, well, marcel. wait what <laughs> He's <laughs> blaming Marcel for everything. That was Marcel. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that that was Marcel. All right. So, <laughs> so what is your home life like then with your mom? And like, what does your home look like? Do you have a room? Do you, you know? Okay. You so the the home is um, is owned by the family. It's uh, okay. been owned for a few generations now, <clears throat> but that's not necessarily a good thing because it's you know slowly falling apart. Mm-hmm. it's like an old turn of the century craftsman style house you know mm-hmm. and it needs needs a fresh coat of paint some new shingles and you know it's mm-hmm. a little the yard's overgrown there's a lot of uh, kudzu and ivy mm-hmm. growing up the walls you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm a little embarrassed to bring people over to my place you know um I think ooh, what if mom's a teacher at the school Perfect. Yeah. What does she teach? Um, at the high school. Yeah, she teaches the high school. Let's... I mean, I could go. Anyone could feel free to throw something out because I could go anyway. Any swimming anyway. lessons. How tall is she? <laughs> swimming lessons. No, apart from that, I couldn't go that direction. How tall uh, is she? Um, she's, she's about my size, you know, so like five, oh, she's tiny. something. Yeah, yeah. So not science. Or... Not science. Definitely no not STEM. STEM no. Okay. It's, it's a rule. You it's short people not teach STEM. No. No, you get teach humanities well. if you're short. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, well. that's just what's known. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so great. she's, uh, she's an English teacher then. She teaches literature. Mm-hmm. Um, so that keeps her pretty busy, <clears throat> uh-huh. you know, and maybe she is also involved with some of the after school programs and stuff too. So like the drama club. Maybe, yes. <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but uh, yeah, well. sorry, um, everybody. And so so yeah, so she's um she's pretty she's pretty distracted. Um, especially since since dad disappeared. She sort of threw herself into her work. Um, so, so that was about like what eight years ago, seven years ago, yeah, eight, seven or eight years ago. Yeah, that's not very long ago. No, it's not. No, yikes. Um, and I think, yeah, I think she is a drama, she does run the drama club, the drama program. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's very popular with mm-hmm. a lot of her students, mm-hmm. but um, I'm like low key resentful of that because she doesn't, of give course, the same attention to me. Absolutely you know? not. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any siblings? Um, yeah, I think I got to have a kid brother. Okay. How old is he? Look after. Um, he, he was a is... baby. How about he was a baby when this all happened? Like she yeah. just like Un- had he him was, and he was an unplanned. Yeah. Addition. Or she, oh, she was pregnant. So he's like, or, or was she a teen mom with me? Oh, mm-hmm. well, what do you think? Um, no, yeah, I think I think the brother was unplanned. Um, was she pregnant when your dad disappeared? Yeah, sure, why not? Or was he from some other dude? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. realistically, like right, right. No, I, I think she was. Um, you know. Yeah. Was, okay, was, so it was, it was from it was, your it was, same. It was dad. in the family. You have the same dad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So was she pregnant while that whole drama rama happened, like the disappearance, or was um, it like, or was I he, think he just was like born? A, yeah, he was a newborn. Okay, so he's like seven years old. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And what's your room like? Room is, um, it's upstairs. It's, um, you know, whatever they call it. Uh, it's not an attic, right? But you, you know what I mean? It's like, um, like a loft. Like a loft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it, but okay. it's separate from the rest of the house. But, okay. you know, like the ceilings are angled, you mm-hmm. know, because it's the roof. <laughs> That's the other yeah, side of the room. one of those like round corner rooms, like the little princess castle tower. Yes, the turret, turret. Turret. Right. Yeah. Yes. right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you sure. have those Victorian homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like where your, where your bed is in there, right. yep. princessy. Yep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, many windows, all of which open. Since that's uh, okay, you know what? Wow. Wow. So, Christ. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god. There's like a trellis, like this this trellis probably from the ivy, like oh yeah, kind yeah. of old, but it definitely can support supernatural weight. So <laughs> in terms of the trellis and like you know climbing up it, uh, I'm yeah. picturing that too. Definitely. Definitely support the weight of the plot. Uh-huh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right. All right. So when's Autumn's birthday? She was born on Halloween, baby. Okay, so we have two and October the veil babies. Between this world and the other was a distinguished. Wow. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, but all that. So thin. So thin. So thin. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy. All right, so we are okay. So that's where we're at. So nice. I think this is good so far, and there's other things that will be fleshed out, of course. Um, Wait, what was we, Riley's birthday? It was October 18th. Oh, the 18th. Okay. Yeah. Is that nope. Libra still? That is Libra. Yes. Okay. If tracks. All right. So we got the Libra thing going on. We got a Leo going on. We got another Leo going on. We have a little Scorpio baby. All right. So mm-hmm. we're good. G2G. Important information that you're. I have to figure out to- how I saved Lucian's unlife. Mm. I think that's going to come out when we're playing. Yeah. Whoa, so no, I'm really no. excited about it. I know. I'm going to give it so, some thought. The mm. next, the next section of this game. I think I would have done this beforehand. <laughs> no. So uh, we have, I'm having some mic stuff. I want to figure out the best way to do this. And I thought I could do it all cool and digital, but I don't think I'm going to be able That's to. Way too much. Excuse me. <laughs> well, just based on my capabilities, but I, um, <laughs> I think I can actually. What was that? Is it based on your laptop? Yes, but I think actually I can do this. So I think what we're going to do is. Did you just turn Edie down? I did. Edie <laughs> wishes that she barked that robustly, but. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create a super cool grid for us to do our seating chart with. And so the seating chart is um, we create a home room. And we figure out who's sitting where and other habits that you have. Because as you all may know, as much as you are monstrosities or also, you know, a ghost, vampire, and werewolf, um, you are also um, (laughs) students at New Crescenta Bay High School. And 
this means you have a homeroom class that you go to every morning and you have your teacher that is at the helm and you have students that you sit around. And so I also wanna know where you all are sitting and um, other little classroom habits. So I am stalling to, <laughs> as I'm creating this thing to orient you to that. So this homeroom, I'm curious what you all think, who is your homeroom teacher? And usually as, as you may remember, from being teenagers yourselves and possibly going to school um, in a classroom. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but everyone's had different schooling experiences. Mm -hmm. um, who is your homeroom teacher? And like, who do you think it is? Like, are they someone that you get along with? Um, I'm curious who you think it, it is. Oh man, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pitch uh, Mr. Vega from Dream Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo Vega. Hugo Vega, Mr. Vega. All right. So describe describe him. Oh man. Um well <laughs> it looks like somebody like yelled cut on the set of the mummy and that like super <laughs> sexy like ancient sect of like mummy hunters leader guy with mummy the tattoos hunters. on his cheeks. Uh -huh. Like uh -huh like stepped off set and went to the craft services table oh <laughs> like, wait what is he eating what is he what oh does he God. decide to eat i'm going I with think there's like micro nons that are like the size of silver dollar pancakes yeah the, you the know? super tiny like what? dippy nons yeah the dippy nons dippy the little non that are Damn. Yeah, specifically little, for dipping here, i, I want them. one <laughs> I know. I'm like, there's dipping non now. Yeah, they're non dippers. Yeah, is what they're called. Because you can get it's like all the it's same brand. Chunks, and you can get the big just... non, and then you can yeah. get mini non. Yeah. And then I refer to it as micro non because I think yeah. of it in tech terms because I'm right. me. So I think yeah. of like mini USB, micro okay. USB, etc. <laughs> anyway, okay. and they're all delicious, but they're like this big. The non dippers. There you go. From oh Stonefire brand. Oh my god. There's nice. probably like. Uh, olive um what is it tapenade where it's like chopped yeah. up olives with other oh, yeah. um, sorts of things in there and mm -hmm. oils and spices mm -hmm. and it's, oh, it's delicious so this is what your homeroom teacher eats <laughs> in the morning in the morning just okay so oh wait, let i thought me... you meant what is the actor example eating at the craft services table oh, i didn't know i was answering the question yeah, of what a homeroom teacher yeah. is eating there are some uh boiled yeah, retired actor eggs. homeroom teacher hugo vega so. And there's is he literally um, named Hugo Vega, Mr. Vega. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm down for Mr. Vega. What do you all think of that? Yeah, what do you all think of that? Oh, man. that? If, if you haven't that. seen him, and you Google, get a picture. Hugo no, Hugo Vega. Share right now. Share right now. In this prepare chat. to fall in love. Yes. <laughs> just one, one just second. Just one second. Prepare yourself. Tell me, have you seen it? So you see this really interesting engaging grid in yes, front of your face really advanced. very good you see my notes <laughs> homeroom teach hugo vega micronon like yeah. those, that's all i need to know okay. as long as then, you can remember what that means <laughs> i won't and then it'll make me laugh later and I i'll won't. be like what the hell okay and it might remind so, you to pick some up with the story you know there that's you right. go exactly i'm gonna look into it so saying all that to say you can see here we have our work cut out for us we have 16 students in this homeroom now, New Crescenta Bay High, we can get more into the details of this school, but it's a smallish school. Um, you know, there's 16 kids in this homeroom, four of whom are you. 
So um, I'm going to be asking you questions, meaning um, questions coming up soon. That will be very good for ask you to... What? Can you hear me? What? Yeah, no. Okay. I was just, I was just helping you with uh, your playing for time. So. You're just random. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Good. So I just want to be clear really quickly before we get into this. Um, is that I I created some handouts based on the materials of the book talking about race and ethnicity, queerness in the context of this space, um, and that these are these are themes and ideas that this game wants to explore and does explore. Um, so when thinking about your classroom breakdown, keep those things in mind, like, you know, what's the racial composition of the place where you live, religious composition, how diverse is it? You know, what are some marginalized spaces? You know, what is your ethnicity in the context of this space? Um, and think about those things as you're thinking of these characters that are sitting in this room with you. So, um, and know that I'm going to Kind of interrogate some things too as we're moving through it. Let me see here. So, oh, one other thing I just want to say too to think about when playing this game. Um, so, so <laughs> this game is about exploring relationships and internal strife. It's not player versus player, but it's a game where characters hurt one another, make mistakes, and navigate social fallout from those mistakes. So, it's another thing to keep in mind too. Um, so we're going to create some classmates and I'm going to do, um, let's see here. Okay. So I'm going to start with these questions and we're just going to start filling in the blanks here. So which one of you is the most popular? Not it. I mean, uh, uh, it's going it to be Louisiana or Riley. Yeah. Uh -oh. No way. <laughs> well, I would say that I I am a kind of social media influence. Like there's a decimal yeah. point in my follower count. Oh. <laughs> so huh. maybe me. Although I, you know, I okay. play it, I play it cool at school, obviously. Yeah. Well, so if where you're the would new you kid, it's you know, you're just establishing that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. So when did you start at New Crescenta Bay? This is we're going to be starting the the um the semester right at the beginning of the school year. So it'll be like late August. Um. So I'm curious if maybe you attended the last semester of school. Or... What do you What do you guys think about that? Yeah. It's because mm. you said you're new in town. How new in town do you want to be? Yeah. Like doesn't matter have to you me. Met Mac other students yet, or was this sometime over the summer when? You haven't established I, yourself. I kind of like the idea of like you you've been in town for some period during the summer. Yeah. So we've seen you around, but we still don't really know yeah. who you are. Yeah. So yeah. Gonna, You're yeah. interesting and intriguing like a vampire should be. And yeah. Right. That. Oh man. Maybe maybe it's just because I started watching vampire diaries recently, but I love the idea of you like going to school and like the first day and you're in the like office you know like trying to enroll and they're like tap 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 computer keyboard i don't see you in the system and like look again i'm like oh <laughs> you know I, mean? I love it, love that, it, love that, it. that bit in that show was uh -huh. just fucking great i love that for you uh -huh. like, oh really oh really yeah. looking at the nameplate denise 
which begs the question how old is lucian really like so you look like a teenager but how how long have you been a vampire you returned this century but this was in was this in 2000 then so you're like maybe a 10 year old vampire or um no i would say i'm probably a little older like i'm not so old that i'm jaded um but like time is starting to lose its meaning Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i want to say i've probably been a vampire for like 50 ish years okay Mm -hmm. okay Okay. perfect super cool okay that's good okay so we're so so the real question is where is this 50 year old vampire where do you sit in this classroom um i'm the new kid so i feel like there was probably a seat up front and I got defaulted to it. Ooh. Okay. Oh, so which yeah, one sure. of, so you can see this silly grid. Um, so which one? Second okay. from the right. Okay. So this one right Yeah. Here? Okay. And straight on till morning. Right. So where is the door? <laughs> okay. Door is here. Let me okay. just insert some random. Oh, come on. You can let me do some shapes. What? Why not? Mm-mm. No shapes. God damn it. <laughs> no shape. Only bite. Only by- <laughs> do you draw and see if you can just put a squiggle in. I got it. I is. got it. No, I'll okay. do it. All right. That is the door. Okay. Um, and then also we have um, some uh, windows right here. Oh <laughs> and what? Why are you? A window. Oh, that's, yeah, that's my character's voice. You're doing my character. I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Please. Please. Those are his lines. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. Okay, so door there, and let's just say there's this window, and then there's another window here, and of course, then there's like a back. So there's two doors for the classroom, right? So mm-hmm. you're gonna have oh. um, something that looks like this here. Oh come on. You're gonna have, or not? I I don't know what's going on, but mm-hmm. let me just get this line. Okay, it's not letting me do that. Okay, okay, but we can imagine. So- there's two yeah. doors here on the right side of the room, on the left side of the room. Well, if you're facing it on the left side, there's the two doors and then there's windows facing out. So they're facing like right. the street or the bay. It's up to you. Very so nice. just give me two seconds. Yep, you're good. I'm only a student. I guess I would also clarify that like, although I'm following Lost Boy rules, I'm also following Bram Stoker rules where like, I can be out during the day, but my powers are diminished. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The daywalker. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Lucian, front default uh, setting. All right. So you're the most popular. Who's the second most popular? Uh, the mortal. Okay. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I mean... The- I'm a nobody. That's my origin. That's the mm, origin, I, but yeah, but but now that yeah, you're, but you're hooked hot. up with Lenore, it's like, and you are hot. But yeah, you now have, that I'm hooked up with hot. another student that nobody knows, I'm definitely more popular. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's something about you, but they still don't see me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I think right. Riley, so, I think Riley's I'm popular because he, you know, he plays down at the jar of clay uh, coffee shop and, and because he doesn't clay. care. Get it right. And like that's that, that a, always makes you popular. Has right. a dedicated party space with like uh, you know supervisory adults that really don't care oh, also supervise. has yeah. right also has a hookup 
So mm-hmm. all right. So yeah. Riley, so Riley, where do you sit? Oh, what were you? I was, I was gonna ask. Are you jealous of my follower count? No. <laughs> Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> Riley doesn't no. have any social media, right? No social media. In fact, my phone is either like an inherited like flip phone with like push to talk. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh like a cricket like, that I got cricket. from somebody. <laughs> like, you know, one of my uncles gave it to me, you know, because I have a big extended family. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's either that or like, you know, when you walk around the grocery store and you see like the end cap with the like phones that you can buy for like 18 bucks oh, and like one, of them, like, looks, yeah, one of them looks looks like, like an iphone, an burner phone. Like, i feel like based on your uncle's connections that you'd have all these burner phones like at your disposal yeah, okay. <laughs> so I have, like a, a burner but it's not like a brand name or whatever it's yeah. like the grocery right. store super cheap in the shape in the bar shape of a smartphone but that's it yeah you know so, no social so, media to speak of whatsoever but still popular there's something about riley that's like super great hot and everybody is into him so mm-hmm. where is riley sitting riley would sit i want to say um by the window probably set yeah right there i want to okay. say because he wants to sit by a wall you know uh-huh. but if there's the wall is like between two doors over there and mm-hmm. it just feels somewhat discomforting yeah. so okay. he likes to sit over there okay and plus right. it can be by the window that's awesome that <laughs> the window good. seat it's helpful um so lenore where do you sit um i sit by that front door one front row still trying to get Mr. Vega to acknowledge that I'm in the class um but two I'm trying to get as many people having to walk by me as possible Mm -hmm. and you're right next to Lucian who's the most popular so everyone's going to be looking at him so you might get some of the fall I might get some yeah collateral some extra splash damage visual nice happenings okay so Okay, so now Autumn, where are you sitting? Okay, I think let's see now. Michelle Lenore Riley. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. <clears throat> I think that I'm sitting two the the second seat back from Lenore. Okay. So this like, one right here. There, yeah. This one. That's the one. Okay. All right. And so why do you sit there? Um, you know, it's it's just kind of a neutral spot. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, not too far in the front, but I'm also like not not interested in sitting in the back with the with the fuck ups, you know. So Oh my just, god. You know, yeah. All right. So out. speaking of those fuck ups, who's sitting directly behind you? Uh, let's see. I don't have any prompts for that. Just the just question pull, is who's pulling sitting behind characters you? out of the yes. ether. Okay. Yes, yes, that's what it is. Mm, let's see, sitting in the back behind. You said a bunch of losers, so it's somebody considered to be lo- more losery than you. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're a nobody. What? Um, let's see. How it's got to be a know. Mick Foley type, or not a Mick Foley? Fucking what's his name from Fast Time? Spicoli. Spicoli. Spicoli type <laughs> character. 
Well, that's the thing. Who has a McFoil? Yeah. Yeah. Obsessed with McFoil. (laughs) I don't want to step on Riley's uh, shoes here since he's the kind of like, you know, hacky sack, you know, Mm -hmm. the dime bag in his uh, backpack and, you know, whatever. Um, But that's a very ancient uh, stereotype. So can we get a little look for it, please? It's it's 2022. Do kids still play Uh, (laughs) hacky sack? Yeah, I know. I got nothing. Uh, He's writing the the diamond S on his than, notebook. Than, than their mid thirties, so you know this is not good. Uh, no. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna channel Cobra Kai instead. That's my closest. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So I think I think there's a, ooh. How about this? Uh, it's it's a quiet kid. He's very okay. quiet. Okay. Um, and he's got a crush on me. Okay. But he'll never admit to it. Okay. But what's his name? What does he look like? Oh. How do you know that he has a crush on you? Like again. Okay. Oh, oh, this is in character. I thought we were still in the in the metaverse here. We are in the metaverse. I thought, I thought we still had omniscient. Um... You we do. That's what okay. I'm asking you. All these questions. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So his name, his name is. <laughs> Oh my God, this is painful. All right, Devin. do you want me to have a list of, do you want me to have a list could you, of? Could you give me like five seconds to, to come <laughs> up with a name? <laughs> Daenerys. His, na- his name is Devin. Ooh. And he's, uh, <laughs> he's very, he's very lanky. I think he skipped a grade. So he's, uh, he's younger than everyone else in the homeroom. Mm-hmm. So he's still like kind of going through his, his awkward puberty stage, you know? Okay. And um, how do I know he has a crush on me? Um, I mean, I don't know if I know he has a crush on me, like as in character. Okay. You know, but he's, he he's very has... helpful. He's always like, you know, asking me if I need an eraser or whatever, you know, like. <laughs> That's a way of, okay. Oh, I, know, you... I know. He, he always carries a tin of Altoids in his uh, backpack and he's always offering me one, which I interpret as like, he's trying to tell me that I have bad breath. Mm. <laughs> As opposed to it being a gift. He's like, yes. that's his love language is giving gifts giving and you're gifts, interpreting exactly. it like, what are you trying to say? Exactly. Okay. Yes. Love All right. That. When women do that. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Love it. Okie dokie. Yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah. All right. So, uh, okay. So who is sitting next to, um, David, you did a great job. I know you're feeling the pressure. Thank you. That, you that'll really be my well. last contribution. I'm out. <laughs> no. It's like I'm out. <laughs> you realize there are one, two, three, Zip. four, five. I mean, I can reduce, I can get rid no, of no, a, it's cool. It's cool. It's I can cool. get rid of a column. We don't need that all many side characters. Good. All good. You all want to, how many more side characters do you guys want? Because <laughs> we have adults too. Yeah. More the barrier. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. We don't have okay. to use all of them this season, but they're yeah. there. They're okay. there. Exactly. Okay, so it, you know what I would put propose or put forward is that we leave a few of these seats empty so we can randomly generate NPCs as the need arises. Mm. You know, like Spicy. someone to yeah. fit the criteria uh-huh. as we need it mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That that works. Um, hmm. I think it's a girl. Okay. Named Allison okay. Marie. Allison Marie. Okay. 
right. What's, and, what do you know about Allison? Well, I'm pretty new, so I don't know too much about her. Um, but she kind of has like, uh, like uh, blondish, blonde. I would say blonde hair. You know the kind of hair that girls have sometimes, where they like it's dyed blonde, but it's brown underneath. You know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, something Jason like that. Jason Momoa hair. Yeah, something like that. Tracking. Uh, yeah, it's like bleach blonde. And um, I would say she is kind of like um, right. Think here, we're like up in the Pacific Northwest, right? No, central coast of California. Oh, okay. Well, to me, that's that's pretty far north. <laughs> It counts Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah, it does. When you're this far south, is... <laughs> um, does so... it rain? Are there trees? Oh, God. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> True. Oh my God. <laughs> um, also, I've never I've been to California once. So shame on you. I don't know. Um, okay, so we're kind of around there. Um, I feel like is she kind of her... like sporty or. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like she's kind of nerdy. Okay. So she's, um, does she like, what do you all know about her? Does anybody, like Autumn, you sit diagonally across from her. Riley, you're kind of in the same row. Lenore, she's diagonally behind you. What do you all know about Allison? So you said she's nerdy? Yeah, I think so. Maybe kind of like comely. You know what I'm talking about? Like paint on her overalls. Okay. Okay. That kind of nerdy. Okay. Mm. I like maybe she's the artsy kid. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. she plays D&D, but you know, okay. she's definitely taking every art class. She's right. like yeah. an artsy nerd. Okay. Yeah. St- yeah. Stagecraft. I think she's like hella in the drama Oh, she's in the tech. She's like the techie, yeah. the techie oh, theater tech. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Theater tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not only building sets but also setting lighting, up the lighting. Sound. And, yeah. Okay. So, Love it. Yeah. Okay, great. All those cues and stuff okay. like that. Nice. Techie for drama club, dope. Mm-hmm. So Lenore, who's sitting behind you? Oh, um, well, they're kind of annoying because mm-hmm. they make it really difficult to see Autumn. Okay. Um, <laughs> they're just they're taller than both of us. Um, okay. And let's see. I'm gonna say yes. It is a. We already have so many like girls in this section. There's a boy mm-hmm. behind. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What is our homeroom like mixed grade or are we in a certain grade? I would say that um, based on the number of kids, I think it's probably specific grade. So I, I was thinking you guys are, are juniors in high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that seem correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like as the classes get older, there's less of them. I know it sounds bad, but then there's less students enrolled. So, right. um, so Something I would say this is eating them out in the woods. Who knows? <laughs> oh, that's what that's biased. Um, I think, um, so I think it's all juniors. Okay. Um, I think that the person sitting behind me, um, we'll, we'll put another, um, a female presenting person in the class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is, we'll name her Chris. 
Okay. Um, and she is on the volleyball team. Okay. She tall. And I think she sits there specifically to sit next to Allison. Mm-hmm. I think they're an item. Okay. Okay. Um, so she's like a jock type. Yeah. Tall, athletic. Um, what, um, what color is her hair and stuff? Like what? Um, she keeps it pulled back into a really like tight ponytail, very jock mm-hmm. style, like with that mm-hmm. little like springy yep. hairband. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's a brunette. Okay. What's her, what's her, like, I forgot to ask you guys like David about Devin, what's his, um, ancestry or What's his ancestry background? Um, let's say, let's say he's um, Jewish. Okay. Eastern okay. European. Okay. Um, what's Allison? And just because she has blonde hair doesn't mean that she's white. Essentially, it's bleached. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. What if, what if she's, uh, what if she's Mexican? Cause there's a lot of like, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. burrito taco Mm -hmm. trucks. Mm -hmm. Maybe her dad owns a taco truck. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And, um, yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, Chris, Mm -hmm. and I think one of the reasons, again, even though she doesn't pay attention to me, it is hard Mm -hmm. to see around her and it's because she has that big athletic build Mm -hmm. and, She's, um, I want to say she's like a Pacific Islander woman. Yeah. So like, she's like, she's thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not mad when I have to look back there, but I'm also a little mad. <laughs> you're like, hey, you're huge. <laughs> All right. Just like Amazonian stately, yeah. like tall. Yep. Very well built. Like the um, older sister in Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. So Riley, who is sitting to your right next to Allison? I am having to hardcore pivot because uh, Lenore <laughs> just completely took my <laughs> idea. I Did was it? really, I was really getting strong, like Aisha from Cobra Kai uh-huh. like, vibes for mm-hmm. somebody. And then it's like, we have a tall athletic jock, you know, Pacific Islander, you know, like type already so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna pivot right so next to between allison and i we have alexandra zan diaz okay their preferred name is uh zan okay and i want to say uh zan is of honduran and black uh ancestry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and they're Mm non-binary Short and thin, but like in a wiry strength kind of way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I want to say that Zan is extremely techy. So mm-hmm. they're they're kind of friends with Allison, like they mm-hmm. might bond over that, but uh she is um more so into computers, networks, mm-hmm. hacking. Mm-hmm. Um that sort of thing just you've even into like electrical engineering raspberry pies the little computer thingies and doodads drones you name it Mm -hmm. 
they're into it. Zan knows about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like Zan's really And it's uh, X-A-N, <laughs> by the way. Oh, before, sorry. For their name because... Yep. Yeah. Her name is Got Alexandra. It. That's right. Okay. Checks out. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So let's see here. There's a lot more to go here. Um, yeah, I don't know. This seemed to be, this seemed to flow a little more quickly in person. I don't know why that is, but, um, I mean, All right. I can keep going. Yeah, so Riley, who's sitting in front of you? Riley, who's sitting in front of you? All right. In front of me is, um, I want to say, a male presenting person. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're a very uh, traditional type of person, mm-hmm. like Henry or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. A very uh, traditional name. Um, mm-hmm. The close, close cropped uh, hair. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. Uh, Henry is of mixed ancestry, so um, but let's make him um, Hispanic and something like I don't know Norwegian or something like that. You know, Hispanic mm-hmm. and white, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. And I want to say his parents own a local business and they're somewhat well-to-do, um, you know, like, uh, but nothing super fancy, just like a few gas stations or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where they, they, they do, they do all right, especially in the context of everyone else. Um, yeah. but they're not like driving Mercedes and shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, okay. under a lot of pressure like Riley can smell the stress coming off of Henry that Henry has to perform and get straight A's and be valedictorian and yeah. take over the family business and take yeah. it worldwide and yeah. all of that. And yeah. They're like pressuring him for college too, so that he can go to like Harvard business school and like all that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to come from nothing and pull yourself up like I did, son. And that's not mm-hmm. going to be tolerated in okay. this house. All right. Immense pressure. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Lucian, who's sitting to your left? Uh, I think his name is Ed. Okay. Yeah. And he's a Chinese man. Mm-hmm. Or a Chinese boy. <laughs> Young yeah. man. Young man, yeah, he's, a child. he's, a, he's a, yeah, he's a, chi- a grown adult man. <laughs> okay, thirty-seven years old, <laughs> Mr. Ed, uh, who hangs he's, out. He's high. he's here through a Billy Madison type plot. Oh my god, <laughs> he's in a completely different campaign. Right. Yeah, he's just kind he's of just, he's there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah, his name's so Chinese. Uh, his name's okay. Ed. He's mm-hmm. Chinese. Uh-huh. Was um, he born here or was like? Yeah, like, I think he's first uh-huh. generation American. Okay. All right. Uh, so his parents are from China. Okay. All right. What's um, up with Ed? Hey, he's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot like like I'm thinking there's like skate parks at the um in this yeah, town, right? Definitely. So is he like a skater kid? Yeah, and he's um he's often teased because he is known to be the best skater around, and it's known, you know, it's like the Asian excellence stereotype. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. 
So even um, though he even though he's trying to be a little rebellious, it's like he still gets teased because it's like, oh, of course you're the best skater. Right, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got a crew of uh dorks that follow him around with iPhones. They're trying to like, you know, <laughs> oh. do their steady cam shit and stuff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are they so taggers? He, do they tag? I don't know. What, you mean like graffiti kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. They do stickers. Is that, is that still the, the Did they probably stickers yeah. and they slapping stickers? Yeah. 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 Or, um, or you draw the thing on the name tag sticker and that's how you tag now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Got it. Nice. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Love this. And then I think if I could, if anyway, if I could do another. Yeah, go for it. Um, behind Riley. Mm-hmm. There's a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, stand by. Hold on. <laughs> Please hold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, perfect. Um, this is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this it's a it's a young lady. Okay. Her name is Kendall. Yep. Nice. I don't know her ethnicity. Someone can chime in about that. Okay. Um, but she is a Minecraft streamer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we oh, can she be it? a like a VTuber though, where she doesn't yes. use her cam? Yes, yes. yes. And she and, goes, um, she goes by wait, her VTuber name. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. What if she's um like of Indian descent? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Pakistani, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere from that area, that continent, subcontinent area of the continent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her Nepalese. Um, Ooh, Nepalese. Yeah. Her uh, her <laughs> Twitch name is Ginger Pro, G I N G I R P R O. And so everyone just calls her Ginger. Nice. Okay. Kendall, AKA Ginger. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Oh, really? So what is the whole thing with her, like, um, do her parents know that she does this? Or is this just all something she does? Do they support this, her lifestyle choice? (laughs) (laughs) Like streaming and doing all that stuff? Or like, or do they not know about it? I don't know. What do you guys think? I think they know about it. They don't understand. They don't understand it. it. They don't yeah. know how don't big it is. It. They think parents it's just never phase. understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they don't. They just don't. Yeah. Is right. she? Yeah. I don't, is she? Like I just know how many followers what does is she a have? YouTuber? Oh, yeah, right. I, I I love the For idea instance. though that she has she has an independent income stream, so she actually has like money in the bank, and they don't even know about it. You know, oh, right? Just, yeah. Like, it was like, so oh, that, she's just yeah. playing computer games with her friends. You know, like, right? Yeah. Okay. So she's actually kind of well off, but not in like a rich kid way. Yeah. Yeah. She does. Okay. Okay. Love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. We only have a few more to go. Mm -hmm. When I thought about, um, (laughs) so when Devin was, Devin was created and then (laughs) Kenny said McFoley, I thought of like the silent Bob type um, kid like who hangs out with Devin all the time and like sits right next to him. Oh and he's yeah, diagonally for sure. Behind, diagonally behind Autumn. Yes. 
But yes. like, what would his name be? Yeah, they, like, they've got to be this like pair of Kevin, them, right? Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And that's good. Especially and if he's Silent Bob type, Kevin yeah. is a good homage. Well, sure. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And then came Kevin Smith. Um, <laughs> oh my God. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So he's just kind of quiet, right? Yeah. Keeps to himself. He's, he's Devin's friend, like Devin's BFF. Yes. Um, and he's just like a sidekick type kid. Yeah. yeah. And he has to have um, like one line per chapter that is just super poignant. And deep, yeah. Insightful. You know? <laughs> yeah. Not necessarily one line, but one spoken. Weirdly, um, yeah, insightful. Weirdly insightful. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. All right. Has a full beard. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, he does because he's Armenian. And okay. awesome. Okay. And maybe yeah. not a full beard, but he, he does have like a very rich mustache. Yeah. You know, lush, lush, a hair. lush mustache. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Um, where else are we going with this? Autumn, who sits to your left? All right. Who sits to my left? Let's see here. So we got Allison. Allison Murray, or was it Allison Marie? Um, oh, I said Marie initially, but oh, oh Marie's okay, fine too. No, oh, no, whatever. No, I, got, I got it. It's a color. I like the idea of her having two <laughs> names too. That's totally fine. Okay, like everyone just calls her Allison Marie all the time. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, that's okay, cool. She's one of those kids. Um, yeah, yeah. Here. Okay, so Autumn is right. to your left. All right, so I rolled on my I rolled on the random uh, name generator here. Top top okay. kids' names of two thousand. Uh, Kenny kindly provided, and I got yes. a fifty-seven, which is either Juan or Madeline. So let's see, how are we doing on the overall demographics here? Um, okay, yeah, let's let's go with Madeline. Okay. Um, with a Y or a, a I? It's like Madeline. Madeline. Okay. Okay. And I'll say that she's another, like, I've known her since we were in like kindergarten. Okay. And um, she's, is she a friend? Kind of. Uh, as we've gotten older, we, we have, we're not hanging out as much anymore, but um, mm-hmm. we're, we sit together in homeroom okay. just because we know each other. And um, yeah, so she's just she's a you know, Crescenta uh, Bay native, so to speak. Okay. You know. Um, What's her and, gender uh, presentation and all that? She let's see. So we've we've grown apart. I'm I'm dark. So mm-hmm. I think she's um, she's very um, kind of uh, light sighted. You know, <laughs> she's um, <laughs> she's a wonder bread. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she's a wonder bread is yeah, she kind of like sure. just sort of basic like she's generic? pretty basic yeah oh. pretty basic oh, um man. we need like a kawaii like anime yeah. girl in this classroom yeah anime girl it's not <laughs> okay. madeline it's, it's not, not madeline, madeline but not madeline. okay i'm yeah. putting her there just as a placeholder there you go thank you right, anime You're girl. okay kiku needs representation here um, <laughs> Matt, madeline is more like a horse girl right okay oh. horse oh. Girl. so she loves cops are her pa- yeah. loves cops exactly yeah so like <laughs> oh yeah her her dad's her dad is the uh chief of police boom okay, Ooh, okay. oh 
Okay. Is All she like sudden, is she very religious? Madeline. <laughs> yeah. She like and is she like Millie from Freaks and Geeks? Like she's like no, kind of Millie, religious. Because Millie's actually sweet. Millie's like Millie. a yeah, she's a relatable character. She is. Madeline is Madeline is a churchgoer, but she's not religious. Okay. She wears one of those tees. A, oh my necklace. god! <laughs> don't, don't don't be rude. <laughs> you mean across? Across, across from what? Across from what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So good. So okay. she's kind. Of, she's kind of a frenemy, I guess, is where, where, okay. where this is going, right? Yes. Yeah. Frenemy. I'll spell it someday. <sighs> Y'all, there are sites on the internet that have pre-constructed outfits arranged by zodiac sign i'm just letting you know why is this i i have found a is this is news to you yes <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> <sighs> well rainy you remember when i played isaac in your game i had a i had yeah. a 1d20 chart of his yeah you had a uh, random table of your t-shirts yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so expect yeah. the same <laughs> Cool. I got a character raising raising his hand. Go mind, for it. But you um, do it to pitch. Kyle Park is Korean, uh-huh. and he is an aspiring MMA fighter on the Ooh. wrestling team, but also trains like, at a yeah. local MMA gym because they're everywhere now. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's Korean American. Yeah. All right, and he's yeah, like a wrestler. Third generation yeah so family's been, been here, here for a while, while. on um, the wrestling team varsity as a junior and but also trains mma in a local gym because he's one that's what he's gonna do he's gonna make it big does he fighter. like girls or boys i want to say kyle presents um or neither uh, I want to say Kyle presents liking uh, girls, but um, you know, it's a very personal thing. So maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I don't know. You know, he sits pretty close to Riley, and uh, I can awaken things in people. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's on his path. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have this anime girl, Kenny. You seem to have a strong idea of this person. <laughs> well. You know, she's an anime girl. So, <laughs> what's her name? I feel like her name is Kiara. Love it. I love it. Go on. Um, yeah, her name is Kiara, but she makes everyone call her Kiku. Oh my God. <laughs> too real. Okay. Um, She's very much into the kawaii stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like her room is very bubbly mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, loves anime figurines, all that kind of stuff. She may not dress super uh, crazy while at school, but like if you if you go to her house, it's like it's everywhere. Um, yeah. And it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. But she just she just watches anime. She loves anime. And um she sometimes she like does the uwu voice and stuff like that. Uh, is she also <laughs> a K-pop stan? Yes. Do, do, do those go yeah. together? Maybe. Yeah. Well, she J-pop probably. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. She's oh, that wow. hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Oh. How close is the upside down peace sign to her face in her selfies? Oh, it's like very close. She's looking it like through it. Super. She's like. <laughs> I feel like weirdly though, um, Kiera also like. I think she's like part of the student council. Like yeah. she's yeah. really like pro, like into like being part of that whole scene, like the po- the political scene in school. Yeah, but I yep. don't know. Yeah, I like feel she's like... like the secretary or something. Oh, like, right. Yeah. Her, well, yeah, yeah, she's bubbly. Like no right. one. And she's not like. She, yeah. She's in that class who produces the yearbook. Yes. Yeah. Um, excuse oh, yeah. the yearbook uh, council. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> uh oh. Yearbook kid. <laughs> yeah, yearbook like, kid. Pause. Uh-huh. Her. <laughs> her parents are probably in some position of power within the community. Um, and she's kind of like, she's like trying oh, to do that stuff. So you know? like, yeah, so they're like, so that there's probably a city council. So let's right. say like her mom is like one of the more senior members of the senior count of oh, the, the city council, yeah. um, of the, of the city. Okay. Yes. Okay. Love it. I have a suggestion for that last. Okay. And Kenny, I'm just gonna, um, I'm gonna say why I wanted to fill these all out after David's done. So, okay. Yeah, because um, I think I understand your idea and like, I no, think that's yeah, definitely. Um, okay, but I want to talk about that. Okay, because so, I don't want to act like I ignored what you said because it's it's no, a totally no, no, valid no, no, no. way to to play this. So, David, what were you going to say? Last last person. Well, I'm realizing we don't have like a rich boy. Ooh, class. Poor little a, rich boy. We need a poor mm-hmm. little rich boy whose dad is like <laughs> the the business baron. Mm-hmm. the town right you know yeah real estate uh, yeah it could be real estate could yeah. be i mean the tourism is a big thing so maybe he owns the bubba gum shrimp company chain restaurant or even wonder or even, uh, <laughs> yeah. even one of the shoulder. like an heir to one of the mines Ooh, oh i like that it's old yep. old miner money yeah yeah there you go so like old miner money be kind like evolved into yeah. owning yeah. the bubba gum shrimp or, or like you said, owning the, owning the owning the Nuevo. He owns the he owns yeah. the tourist trap wharf. Uh, section yeah, yeah. Like Oof. actually owns the wharf. Like all of the poor remaining fishing families are like paying dock fees to them and yeah. stuff like. That. Yeah, my dad's dead because of his dad, basically. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this this kid, by the way, has got to be named like Alexis or something. I I had I had one in my pocket. Oh, ooh, yes. And it was also an A name. Adrian. Oh, oh ooh, I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> I walk in every day. Adrian's listening right Adrian, now. Like, you're not the same. You're not the same. You're not the same. No, Unless no. your dad's an old miner. <laughs> because he's like the rich kid. Uh-huh. Does he sit back here to stare daggers at Riley because he's also the pill connection for everybody? Yeah. Ooh. Oh yes. shit. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Also, he just thinks he's too good for for being there you know definitely i'm just gonna he should he it's like he wishes he was at boarding school yes there you go i feel like do like an opposite sort of situation you know what i mean where it's like if you keep fucking up we're gonna send you to like military school that's like the standard right this is like he was at boarding school kept fucking up and it's like keep fucking up find out you're gonna find your ass at public school you're going to fucking trogs that go there and then it's like 
sure enough, kept fucking up. And, and, and daddy was like, you know what? Take your ass to public school. Ew, dad. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <like>, papa. <laughs> papa. <laughs> Interesting. See, I'm picturing, I'm picturing because of that, then Adrian's in like full on rebellion mode yeah. and also kind of trying to discover who he is as a person. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like he might like be quote unquote acting out by um, just really being um, like he, he's kind of like the gossip hub. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he, he knows what everybody's doing. He has like fingers in every pie kind of thing. But it's like it's like subtle, like that subtle kind of thing where you're kind of scared that like he wouldn't find out about like he knows all of your secrets kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. right. We should Does that Adrian make sense in mode. game mm-hmm. terms? Yeah, he yeah. he collects strings. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like he's like really good at it, um, and like knows all the right people. Mm. But yeah, staring daggers at Riley, like. I, yeah, I like. Like, I gotta get to it. But the thing is, is that what I'm doing is you products. are, yeah. But you're also so not subtle that he's mm-hmm. trying to find something on you, but he can't find anything because you're so obvious in right. terms of everyone knows who and what you're about. So finding mm-hmm. anything on you is just like what he, you know, that would yeah. be like his his like. like I don't know. I feel like there is. That that would be good because yeah, they maybe had a confrontation already where Adrian mm-hmm. was like, Look, man, if you don't do whatever, I'm gonna tell everyone that you like did this like secret. And yeah. Riley's reaction was like yelling out, Hey, hey everyone, hey, I did this, I did this thing, and nobody cares. Like, yeah, yeah you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Completely, you know, I'll leak your nudes. What these yeah. on this website? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Publicly accessible. These. Right. That's what you'll leak. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a full on classroom here before we were kind of like, uh, uh, are we going to be able to fill all these seats? And yes, we did. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, just Hell from the yeah. top, um, going from the, the, from the door in. So we have Lenore sitting there. We have Lucian sitting there. We have Ed sitting also in the front row. The chill skater kid is teased about his excellence in skating and sister times. He has a crew of kids who film him and make stickers to put on everything. Uh, and then next to him is Henry, who's a very, like, very tightly wound um, traditional kid um, whose parents own local business. He has a pressure to perform school straight A's. Right behind him is Riley. Next to Riley is Zan Diaz, who's a short and wiry little hacker nerd kid, uh, non-binary. Next to Zan is Allison Marie, a Mexican-American artsy nerd, techie for drama club. And next to Allison Marie is her girlfriend, maybe Chris, who's on the volleyball team, jock type athletic hair pulled back in a tight, tight ponytail, brunette Pacific Islander. Um, And then behind Chris is Autumn. Next to Autumn is Madeline, who's known Autumn since kindergarten, a basic kind of horse girl. Dad is the chief of police, churchgoer, not religious, um, but still goes to church and is kind of the frenemy of, of, of autumn and then next to madeline is kyle park korean american uh wrestler jock kid mma hopeful presents liking girls questionable then next to kyle is kendall aka ginger minecraft streamer vtuber pakistani um also known uh, as ginger pro um parents are clueless but she makes that money 
Behind Kendall is Adrian from Old Minor Money and owns the Nuevo. All of it wishes he was in boarding school. Gossiper, like he's the main gossip hub. String collector knows all the right people. Can't seem to find a string on Riley. Next to Adrian is Kiera Kiku, the uh, anime girl. Um, she's on the student council, school secretary, yearbook kid, and mom is a senior member of the city council. Next to Kiku is Kevin, um, silent Bob type, quiet Devin's best friend, sidekick kid, weirdly insightful Armenian kid with lush hair and mustache. And then next to, next to Kevin is Devin who is, has a crush on autumn, maybe, um, younger kid, Jewish, um, Eastern European descent, um, skipped a grade. So he's super awkward, has a crush on autumn and he has Altoids on him at all times. Um, this is your homeroom class that you created. Good, excellent Body job. What a classic characters. Character. Yeah. Yep. Indeed. So, Kenny, they're the all reason there for you to feed on, Kenny. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, well done. Give them to me. And so I will. I, <laughs> yeah. Nom, 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 I, nom, nom. The reason I the reason I thought it was helpful to go through this is to kind of give you a feel for like basically how we play the game. Um, so we're kind of building on things. We're building on these dynamics. We're respectful of everybody's ideas, and at the same time, you know, kind of like knowing when to morph and change them slightly. So that's why I wanted to fill out the whole thing. Plus, it gives me just a set group of people. There's no wiggle room. Um, and it makes it harder on you because these people are going to pop up when you least expect them. And it's like, suddenly it's like, oh no, horse girl is here, Madeline, right? Oh no, what am I going to do? So it just creates this, this just cast, right? Right. And so that's the whole point of doing that. They're like the um, diligence um, and so thank you. you know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So that is, we're almost done here. I'm looking forward to you casting them, by the way. I will be doing that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a seating chart for you all to look at. I'm going to cast the characters and then you can like yay or nay it or be like, oh, actually I was thinking of this person and please feel free to, to change, you know, to send me that idea and I'll change it. So one of the traditions, and we usually won't run <laughs> this long in the future, I promise. Um, but usually what we will do um, for any Monster Hearts game, I like to run it like a television show. And so I like to do this traditional for me <laughs> thing or like the previously on or next time on um, our game. And so when you look at that, um, it's kind of in the tradition of um, Arrested Development where they would have a whole bunch of like next time ons and not, almost like half of the things would <laughs> never happen on the show. So I want to give the players the latitude of like, this is something that could happen. It's something that maybe will happen or something I'd like to see happen. And it's kind of, you describe it in the way of like a scene that we would see really quickly and like a very quickly edited, like next time on the show, mm. right? So because we're starting a new season, this time around, we're going to be like, you know, this season on Monster Hearts. And then I want Ooh. you to present a scene. It could be real, phony, hopeful, super simple. It doesn't have to have dialogue necessarily. It could, but it could just be like a scene where you're seeing the character in some setting or whatever. Like, oh, what does that mean? So we will show by doing. <laughs> so so <laughs> is somebody ready with a the season on Monster Hearts? Kenny's, Kenny's raising his hand right away. Yeah. Okay. So... I preempt it with saying this season on Monster Hearts. And then okay. you can go ahead and so so. this season on Monster Hearts, it's a shot of me laying on the ground. I've been beaten badly. It's nighttime and there's a full moon cascading behind me, and then a giant shadow looms over me. 
and I'm like Ooh. cowering in fear. Whoa! Damn, way to set yes. the bar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> shit, fuck, oh no. Shit, shit, fuck. <laughs> I love it. I was just going to have it be me eating cereal, but now I got uh. better. <laughs> Kenny gets it. Kenny, Kenny understood the assignment. Gets it. It's coming through. You get it, Kenny. You get it. Okay. All right. So, um, who's ready? Who wants to go next? Rainy. All right. I am. Um, like the fog has rolled in, and I step out of it about as gray, so it's fine. Um, I approach the very accessible trellis-laden window of autumn. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like climbing up the building and as my hair goes over the ledge, um, into the room, um, out from the fog behind me, another figure appears. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I love it. Who's next? Who wants to go next? I'll go next. All right. This season on this Monster season Hearts. On Monster Hearts. So um, Autumn is staring into the, a mirror that's in her bedroom. Um, it's like clearly, um, you know, it's like a nice mirror, right? It's got like a gilded frame with little little uh, filigree carved into it. You know, maybe maybe it's even a um, an heirloom piece. It's oval shaped. Um, but she she's looking like rough, right? Her hair is all just wild. There's um, she's always been crying. Her her nose gets really red when she cries, you know. So it's like bright bright red, and but she's just staring intently straight into her own eyes. And then she uh, pulls her head back, and the the shot cuts right as she's like um, hurling her face into the mirror as if she's gonna headbutt the mirror and smash the glass. Damn. Oh. <laughs> All right, Santi, next time Holy or this crap. season. Yeah, this <laughs> Santi, this season on Monster Hearts. So, I mean, I like I like the this season on Monster Hearts that we've discussed. So, I don't yeah. like does it have to be fresh or can it yeah. be like use what you want? Okay, cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We have we have a, a high up shot that's like kind of tightening in. It's a crowded room, a standing room only at Jars of Clay Coffee House during an open <laughs> mic night, and uh, the the local you know personality who's emceeing it, it's like everybody put your hands together for our next performer for this open mic night. You know him, you love him. It's our very own Riley. He comes up with his guitar and he sits down and he starts uh, performing a song. He's been practicing like mad for you know, weeks to get it just right. And the performance is going superbly of charisma and full effect. People are just falling in love left and right. Then he looks up and he notices something and he just fumbles it. Like, and it goes from like a hundred to like negative 10 immediately. And you jump cut to what he noticed. And it's someone that has walked in and caught his eye and his, and is just looking at him. I love it. Yay! Very cool. Thank you. You've completed your first (laughs) session zero for this season. We did it. Next week we will resume and we will see what kind of trouble our monsters will get up to. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) 
If you would like support for mental and behavioral health concerns in the U.S., call SAMHSA's free and confidential National Helpline 24-7-365 days a year at 1-800-662-HELP-4375 or use the crisis text line by texting HOME to 741-741. For international helpline info, Go to helpguide.org slash find-help.htm.